Hey, you guys, listen up. People pay good money to see this movie. When they go out to a theater, they want cold sodas, hot popcorn, and no monsters in the projection booth. Do I have to come up there myself? Do you think the Grimsters can stand up to the Hulkster? Well, if I were you, I'd run the rest of Gremlins too, right now. Sorry, folks. It won't happen again. Put that shit in my hand. Hello, and welcome to a brand new episode of Fascinated with Booms. Boom. Boom. I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> Make sure you get that thing close to your face, man. You know? All right. So we to stay away from the cigarettes. Oh, crap. Now, now the donkey gets angry. <laughs> <laughs> so we are back, and we are here for our annual Halloween episode. Not everyone is thrilled as I am about it, apparently. Apparently not. <laughs> we'll hey. just let them work it out. Let them work it out. It went from uh, it went from a nightmare scenario to a, actually a pretty nice evening at this yeah. point. Yeah. Hey, hey, shut up. <laughs> shut up, ass. <laughs> he will mess you up. He doesn't like the full moons. Oh, really? Oh, really? It was it's a big full, full moon, moon last night. Yeah, it tomorrow. was. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, animals don't like full moons, but huh. I find out. That's interesting. Well, th- so we're doing this on a full moon? This Halloween episode is Halloween. what you're saying? Halloween yeah. is on oh, a full moon. Oh, man, and it drops yeah. on Halloween yep. and everything. See? Only one of you is making it off the property alive. <laughs> I haven't decided which one yet. I'm out of here first. What? <laughs> <laughs> Who bought the bourbon? Wait a minute. Oh, there we go. That's me. <laughs> so yes, we I are all... I sell my soul to the devil, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> we're all back together again. We haven't been back together since the uh, uh, the wild card anniversary pod, and probably the next time we'll all be together is our 2020 pod where we're going to do a whole bunch nice. of games. and we well, talk about the six movies. We'll talk about <laughs> Six movies that came out. <laughs> not including Tenant, not including the new Bond film, not including bring, like, the new Bond film. Yeah, yeah. they were gonna they were gonna drop it digitally, but they couldn't come up with a uh, six hundred million dollars. Yeah, I guess if you guys got that out there, we'll crowdfund it. We'll just watch it ourselves. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just release it on YouTube for crying out loud. <laughs> we deserve no. it. <laughs> no one's. No, if it was an indie film and it was a hundred grand, oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. But this is oh, like. That, this is life changing. Christopher money. Nolan's crying at his house right oh. now because of that tenant thing. It's yeah. like, wait, although we'll it recoup made this money, money, it made money back. We'll make money it made back. its money back. Did It'll it? make it in China. It did. No, it already did. Really? It made its budget back. Wasn't it like three hundred million? Yeah, it made wow. three hundred million so far. They released it in China, yeah, huh. or all over, or just everywhere here. except here. <laughs> everywhere but here. Yeah, I can't wait to see. It. I think it's gonna be great. I have no idea what it's about, but it's Christopher Nolan, so yeah, it's weird. It's like Inception. It's like Inception, but it's a cop. Weird. It's yeah, been time and space. <laughs> <laughs> what did we do last week? We did uh, true crime part one. It wasn't intended to be part one, but every time you do it, every time we did one, we're like, wait a minute, and it, it's <laughs> like twenty more movies. Yeah. We can talk about yeah. <laughs> so we got a part two of that coming up. But today, spooky Halloween. We have done some crazy ones in the past dealing with uh, demons and uh, ghosts and all that stuff. So who would have thought that we would still have some genres left of uh, fucked even up be horror alive, shit? To be honest, with you. <laughs> <laughs> of all three of us. To be <laughs> so we've we've got we're dealing with some serial killers, mad scientists, and cult leaders. Three of my favorite people. Hell yes. You know? <laughs> my cult is going fantastically. Yeah. Everyone's got their own little cult. I could start a cult. No, you couldn't. I, I, but it would have I to be could. here on the farm. Yeah. Social distance. <laughs> I, I, you guys got to come to me. I'm trying to figure out what, how I want to say this without seeming <laughs> weird. I, I have what it takes to be a cult leader outside of the fact that I would never, like... 
be a cult leader. Yeah, like I would. Like, I think I have the charisma in the in the BS I, I don't level. Think there's any way this is going to come out sounding <laughs> but it's not. It's not going to happen. Don't do it. Don't I, do I've, it. I've got a cult. Cults I've are got, bad. Um, I've got. Okay. <laughs> I've got nineteen thousand followers to my cult. Yes. Yeah. I got about nine. It's called TikTok. <laughs> that's, every, that's a lot of people's cult. <laughs> You're in a big group. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We'll we'll avoid politics talk until next pod, <laughs> depending on what happens. We're either going to be really sad and I'm going to start it with taps, or we're going to I'll start it with the the Wizard of Oz, hey hey hey, the witch is dead <laughs> type thing. So we'll see. Oh, by the way, Tenet needs to make 500 million to break even. Ooh, oh man, 800 million to make a profit, ah. which I don't understand. Does it say what? It's made so far. Yeah, I think if you make one dollar more, that's a profit. I mean, I went to business school. (laughs) Don't don't quote me on that. But anyways, it uh, it has reached three hundred million. Oh, that's Uh, good. I mean, that's probably more than they thought they were going to make. Only six or eight people when it was time to come up building windows. (laughs) (laughs) All right, I say we uh, we work through this. I say we do one from each category. We we don't uh, flip flop. No, we'll like go to one. We'll go do one serial kill, one mad scientist, nice. one cult leader. Man, that's do how it. I like to uh, to hang. Sounds you good. Know? Get all three together. That'd be a movie. <laughs> <laughs> a mad scientist cult leader that kills people. Of oh God, is there one that encompasses Probably. all that? I mean, the the, the kind of uh, uh, number three on the mad scientist might actually encompass all three of them. Ah, yeah, you know. Maybe. Possibly. Possibly. It's stretch. <laughs> All right. <laughs> okay. Let's start with Let's the King Daddy. Let's start with King the Daddy. serial killers. Let's start with the King Daddy. Let's the start King with Daddy Hannibal Lecter. Silence. Han- Anthony of Hopkins. The lambs. So we're we're primarily we'll talk about Silence of the Lambs, but yeah. if you guys feel the, the need the <laughs> if you guys feel the need to talk about some Red Dragon or some uh what was the other one? Uh yeah. Manhunter. Manhunter. Red Dragon, away. Hannibal. Yep. I mean Hannibal Lecter is he's almost like We'll stick that, to the that, we'll uh, stick to the Anthony that Hopkins Danish one, dude but that did the TV show Mads. He was Mads great Mikkelsen. At it. Mads. Oh yeah, dude, I loved that show. I liked the first couple of seasons, and they got well, weird on me. But and yeah. then they discontinued it. Usually, so no, they did. Yeah. I liked one less season than they had. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like the last season, kind of just when the other guy flipped and started being the dude. Right when, like, okay. right when Ray Liotta started eating his own brain. No, no, no like, you're talking right. about him. I know, I'm just yeah, kidding. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, I didn't mind that. No, I don't mind it as much as I did when I saw it. When I saw it, I thought it was ridiculous, and then I went back and watched it, and I was like, all right, it's not that bad. <laughs> the problem is Julian Moore. <laughs> and it really was. He wasn't as good as uh, Jody, Jody Foster. I mean, what can you do? Don't yeah. let Hannibal Lecter... <laughs> But let's talk Anthony Hopkins. Restraints. We'll we'll skip over our buddy uh, from Super Troopers, who as was Hannibal awesome Lecter, who was good. He Man had Hunter. small scenes. I mean, he only had like two scenes. But I think it. Anthony Hopkins took a little bit from his performance and made it into his. He own. did, but you didn't even get to see remotely scary from uh, damn. What the hell's his name? The guy from Super Troopers. Oh, the Chief you're killing me. We just talked about. You're killing me, Smalls. Char- we just talked about him on the character actor pod too. He just won the uh, Golden Globe for uh, for that. One show. <laughs> I mean, I know him, but I can't think of it. Yeah, I'll let you look it up. We'll talk about some. So, Anthony Hopkins. I mean, Anthony Hopkins had been around forever, but this movie like made him a public name. I mean, I remember watching Overnight. him as uh, Captain Brian Bly. Cox. Brian Cox. Uh, he was great. In, he it was X-Men, also great in X Men. X Men Two, man. Yeah, right, no. one of my favorite. He's the best striker, in my opinion. Definitely. Uh, but when we're talking to Anthony Hopkins, I mean, we knew him from uh, the Bounty. I mean, he was great in the Bounty it, as uh, Captain. And Bly. He was in like. The, he had been the in day remains. The yeah, remains I think that was day. after. I think that was after Silence of the Lambs, or this maybe was, around the same time. You know what? You know what I really liked him from was that Alec Baldwin 
Alaskan. Oh movie. yeah. Oh, the Edge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I think that all all those were after Silence. Yeah, no, Silence, Silence of the Lambs. Just let him do what he wants. Which... Was the first time I ever saw him. Yeah. I specifically remember, I don't remember where we were, but we were in a hotel room, and it was my mom and my brother and I, and that's when I saw yeah. Silence of the Lambs for the first time. Not in the theater, huh? N- yeah, no, and I was going to say I'd be about 12, but according to this, I'd have been about 10. Ouch. So. That wasn't the worst movie you saw at 10 years old. <laughs> You've named a whole bunch of them before then, so. Oh, I, I and this was, I had mentioned. dog when I was like six. <laughs> <laughs> we talked about this before. I had mentioned that I had read the book right before that's I saw true. the movie, like the day before I saw the movie, and it's it's still the best adaption of any book I've ever read. There was like one or two minor differences. I mean, it won all No one who read that, that book was a and tough saw year the movie. too, man. 91, that's a bunch of good movies came and out. And they ruled 91. that year. Yeah. They won everything mm-hmm. uh, that they could. But one did, uh, what else came out that year? Gump didn't come out that year, did it? No, that was 94. That's That was the, 94 was the year. 94 was the year that disappointed everybody. That's where but Pulp 91. Fiction got. Actually, I think it was 95, but it was 94's movies. That's when Shawshank came out, Pulp Fiction came out, and uh, Gump year. came out. Out, and it was just like any other year, all those would have gotten awards. But so, Beauty and the Beast came out in 1991. Oh boy, The Prince of Tides came out oh, in 1991. See, that's, they didn't have much to beat. <laughs> <laughs> it, be it like takes away from the movie that, yeah, it takes away from the goodness of the movie. <laughs> Let's go, um, Bugsy JFK. No. Yes, Ooh, JFK. JFK probably was up for a lot of awards. Probably year. was. It got beat by Sounds Lambs. So, head of my list, but. On- Silence of the Lambs at 91, you got to think, what was a huge thriller before that that just swept the Oscars? Mm. I mean, there wasn't one. There wasn't This one had mass appeal. Psycho. Uh, mi- Misery <laughs> yeah. was pretty big when that came out because yeah. it was a big thriller movie, and it, that obviously gan- uh, got the award for Kathy Bates. What's your favorite Anthony Hopkins like scene from any of the Hannibal Lecters? I like the flashbacks when he was just part of society and you knew how evil he was. In the in Interacting, silence? yeah. Mm-hmm. I think they flash back to a dinner party. That was more the Hannibal. Hannibal, they, they flash okay. back a lot. Um, like, that's when we saw him convince Gary Oldman to slice his own face off, which might yeah. be my favorite. <laughs> I think um, when he's asking Clarice to tell him about the lambs. Oh, that, oh, yeah. I think that monologue that he did. Oh, and, yeah. then, and then I think when, once he got away, spoiler yeah. alert, you know, and he called and asked if the lambs stopped crying. Mm-hmm. Um, and he was going to go meet an old friend for dinner. Like, oh, dude, that was I, great. I still, my favorite is when uh, he kills, uh, is it Jack Frankie. Napier or Charles Napier? I think it's Jack Napier. He was the guy from uh, from Rambo 2 that he says, I'm going to come back and get you. Remember the uh, the guy that was back at the Remember base? that, Justin? Yeah, he, oh, yeah. He played Rambo 2. He knows Rambo 2. He's minutes. trying to say you don't know Rambo 2, man. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he was the guy that was the guard. Remember, he had him move his paintings that and wasn't everything. Frankie Faison? And he had him put his hands behind the uh, behind him as the guy came in. And that he wasn't didn't Frankie realize, Faison? Charles uh, Napier. No, Charles Napier. Uh, Lieutenant Bill Boyle. No, this was when he was in the center of the room in the cage. Yeah. Oh, and remember, yeah, he dude. strung he, him up like yep, the he angel. He strung Charles Napier oh, up by, like a friggin' angel and just... Uh, put his face on top of his own face. Yeah. And just that scene in the ambulance where he sat up. Yeah. Oh my God. Oh, my I want to take I his have face. To say, I have to retract off. my favorite Hannibal scene, or my favorite scene with Hannibal Lecter was when he, from Hannibal, when he was in, uh, and I know this will go in a different movie, but when he pushes that French dude out the window. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, dude. That, that whole subplot was <laughs> what is what made Hannibal yeah. for me. And so it was great. weird. It, that's my problem with Hannibal. It was kind of disjointed. I mean, you've got. 
several things going on, and then you. I mean, the French it seems like a different movie. Figured out who he was, and he's going to go back there and visit him. What yeah. the fuck are you no, doing? No, that was crazy. Yeah. It, it, when the <laughs> you cops knew said what he's we famous have, for, right? Yeah. <laughs> when the cops said we have it from here, you should have said, "Yeah, kill." Yeah, later. I ate his liver with yeah. some fava be- with a fava beans yeah. and a nice Chianti. You wanna, you almost wanna feel bad for that French guy, but then you were like, no. I mean, he he asked for all this. He yeah. asked for all this. shit. You should have gone to straight Joey to Diaz. protective he custody. Hannibal all the time. He's like, I'm like Hannibal Lecter when I eat pussy. <laughs> <laughs> he calls it a monkey when I eat that monkey. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I love Hannibal Lecter, man. I mean, he's probably the most iconic serial killer. Uh, up until this point, probably. I mean, there's some great it's ones one on this list here, but uh, I'll argue, I'll argue, Sarah goes with you all day, though. Well, I mean, <laughs> you, you got to say though, <laughs> Buffalo Bill was a really good serial. Yeah, I know. Killer. People forget there was it was two serial killers in there, and that was brilliantly played by uh, Ted Levine. Ted Levine. Yeah, yeah. I love Ted Levine in that. Well, wait, it, was she a great big fat girl? That, oh my gosh, God. dude! I loved him as the dad in uh, Hills Have Eyes. Oh, yeah, yeah absolutely. Man. I mean, he grew up to be a, like a major horror star. and a, yeah. He was creepy. I mean, he had that voice. And, For and some reason, like I always get him like confused with the guy from that uh, the band movie that like he won the Oscar performance. You talked about it a few episodes Jimmy ago. Jimmy Fox? No. <laughs> Who's doing the Mike Tyson movie, which I'm yeah. really... Yeah. Unfortunately, his sister passed away the yeah. last couple of days. I did but, that, yeah, so. um, No, what's his freaking name? What band movie? Didn't he play Salinger in Oz? Oh, 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 no, Whiplash. 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 Yeah, yeah. What about him? You well, were... I was just saying, I always get... Uh, oh, him guy. and Ted Levine? That's J.K. Confused. That's, uh, yeah, J.K. Rowling. No, J.K. Rowling's yeah, the yeah, Harry Potter. J.K. JK uh, Simmons. Simmons. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the Farmer's Insurance. Yeah. yeah. I just mentioned him to my mom. I just mentioned him to mom today because she's watching Lady Killers for the first time, and she's like, this is like belly laugh fun. Ted Levine had the greatest line in American Gangster when... Russell Crowe turned the money in. He's like nine hundred and sixty thousand dollars, and he's like, "Where's the rest of it?" Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he took a bribe. It was great. He, I mean, at some point, Jay, uh, Ted Levine got that stash, you know, yeah, and yeah. he just rocked that stash forever. I mean, but yeah. when he played Buffalo Bill, he had it like he was clean shaven. He it in between puts the, the oil. He, he did the tuck, puts did the lotion. The oh God! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Give me back my dog. <laughs> <laughs> precious. Yeah, I'm gonna break Precious's fucking neck. <laughs> All right, let's work our way through. Let's let's go. Let's jump to Mad Scientist, man. Jump. And uh, my favorite Mad Scientist is the number one on this list. Yep. We'll just work our way no. down. It's not any particular order here. Is the phenomenal talk about somebody that's done so many horror movies? Uh, he is in the horror hall of fame for sure. Is the amazing Jeffrey Combs uh, from Reanimator? Is he Doctor Herbert West? Is he the same guy from Frighteners? Yep. Okay. Absolutely. Right. He's, yeah. cra- he's crazy as fuck in everything. Same guy he does. from Little House on the Prairie. Yes. <laughs> no, I, don't think that, I don't think that was him. Now that's spooky. That was Michael Landon. <laughs> you were close though. No, so John Boy. He re- reanimator. Like, he looks like John Boy to me. I was always a Reanimator fan. I love you the music. Have been. I can I, attest to you uh, and Eric Bolt. I have probably owned five different versions of the DVD over the years. So many so that I, I'm not going to get hosed on another Reanimator movie because I've hosed gotten hosed so many times. You're not going to hose this guy. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I love Jeffrey Combs. And this spawned like four sequels Beyond the Reanimator, Bride of the Reanimator, Beyond the Reanimator. Mm. I think there was one more after that. I've only uh, ever seen like clips and cuts from it. Because so I know he like, I, I know the syringes fold with like that, that neon, neon green, green liquid. Yeah. Oh, yeah, man. And I, you go back and you watch that first one. And that first one is so bloody. And it was uh, brilliantly done by uh, Dem. Uh, I'm 
blanking on the uh, the director. He's really good. He does a lot of the body horror movies. He he dabbled a little bit in the body horror in this at the very end of it, but it wasn't like how society was, which was like straight up bodies blending together and everything. And it was no it was nasty. It wasn't. Uh, yeah, it was. Oh, it was God. human centipede before human that. centipede. But uh, the, H.P. Lovecraft. No, that was the. Uh, <laughs> oh, that's the, the story. That's the okay. story by uh, Stuart Gordon. Stuart Gordon. Yeah, man, he's awesome. I love Stuart Gordon. And uh, this movie was phenomenal. It, uh, it, the opening alone is these like security guys and deans walking down like a hallway of a hospital, and they get to Doctor Herbert West's. Uh, like no, it wasn't even his uh, office. It was somebody else, his like mentor's office. And apparently, he had a heart attack. And Herbert inside has this liquid that can uh, bring people back to yeah, life. Yeah. But a lot of it has to do with how long they've been dead. And even then, it just doesn't. It, like, it's like well, Pet Cemetery. It doesn't come out right. Yeah. Sometimes <laughs> dead is better. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> see, that movie should have came out before this. <laughs> I would have watched it. Uh, and, and the funny thing is, is that. When you, you talk about mad scientists, if your mad scientist was going to make a checklist of the things they wanted to yeah. do, reanimations, oh, yeah, it'll be right on the... I mean, I'm, play there's God, people man. practicing they it, I'm sure. Play God. You, know, you know who's a mad scientist that never gets labeled a mad scientist? Ooh, no. Snoop Dogg? Doc Brown. It's true. No, it's true. I, I, there was a brief moment where I thought of putting him on. We could have done it. It could have. I Next mean, because I looked up lists and, and he was always. Mad. He's always. <laughs> I don't know if that's the difference. Great Scott! Is, is the difference between? There's some. I don't know if you've been reading online. There's a lot of different uh, fan theory stuff coming out for Back to the Future. Must be a must be an anniversary. Yeah. But someone from the studio put up uh, an entire like little blog on how Doc and Marty met. Oh, oh really? I didn't read it yet, but I just saw it. <laughs> I just saw it was out there. Right? There, I was like, right? Yeah. I was like, ah, that might solve a lot of because I just you, they don't address that. No, when they he, start show, movie. he shows he's up and friend. he's like, hey, I got plutonium from somewhere. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, Jeffrey Combs, like the beginning of the movie, they bust into the office and he's already given to the uh, the guy the serum and he's like stands up and his eyes like explode right before the opening credits, just right on camera. Oh, his wow. eyes just explode and he screams and he's Too like, much. you killed him. And he's like, no, I gave him life. And then that's when the uh, the great credit sequence starts. The credit sequence is very similar to like Project Threshold, oh, our yeah. opening sequence with the medical stuff. With the green syringe similar. going into the heart, and, and my, na- yeah, and my name shows listed. up yeah, right there's beneath it. a movie it. on this list that did the same thing, and I'll say it when it comes up. <laughs> and I was like, that's very Project Threshold. <laughs> but when Jeffrey Combs comes into town, he just like kind of weasels his way into a new... We, we see what happens to him at the first school, then he has to go to a whole different school. But he's not stopping what he ha- has. He finds this young doctor that he kind of hangs to. He's got this pretty girlfriend, uh, played by Bra- Barbara uh, Crampton, I think. And... Uh, it, it starts with he him reanimating their cat, and then he ends up talking to this guy I mean, into letting him into the I'd morgue. I'd save up the four-wheel just to do that. <laughs> One of the there's several scenes that are very memorable for uh, reanimator. I'll just bust into a couple of them. One of them is when they first go into the morgue. So his young protege lets him into the morgue. They go in there. They kind of sneak Herbert in underneath the. Uh, underneath like a sheet and the security guard's about to take a peek and he's like this guy got this meatball got rolled over by a semi and he's like oh I don't want to look at it <laughs> luckily because Herbert West was underneath and once he gets through the door he pops up they're looking at bodies they're looking at like uh, this guy died of like uh, a train accident we can't use him this one's a heart attack. He's super fresh, but he's also the biggest human being you've ever seen in your life. Oh wow! So they yeah, stick this thing in his. They stick thing. this thing in the yeah. back of his uh, neck, and they don't know. Uh, it's not. It's taking too long, and all of a sudden he jumps up and he's Do you know so. Who played him? Uh, no, but he, the I'm guy sure who played he's Jason probably. 
right? I, he's probably played somebody huge before because this guy was massive, and he had to do the scene those completely. Those massive horror B movie guys just move from one movie. This guy had to do the scene completely nude, like completely nude. He gets off of that table and he grabs Herbert West by the throat and the other guy, and he's he's killing him basically. And then the the dean comes in, which is the the father of the main uh, girl who's dating Herbert West's protege, and. Uh, they end up killing him. Uh, the the guy they bring back kills the father, just shakes him and just breaks his neck. And so then they got to inject the dad. And then they're not telling anyone why they got to inject the dad. And uh, it's a slippery slope. There's a great scene where they lose control in the morgue. When we plan to There's a great scene where they lose control in the morgue, and Herbert West has to take the bone saw, and he's like, stand aside, and he just jams the bone saw from the back through the front, so you Ooh, see it come out its nice. front of his chest, and then the guy finally drops. The other big scene is where they have is a weird thing going on with his arrival doctor who has the power of like Dracula where you look at your eyes and just say something and you'll do it this oh, weird wow. offshoot oh. thing in the movie hmm. that'd be and pretty good power he I, ends up I could go he tries to use it on Herbert and, her, and it doesn't work on him and he's like you will give me your discovery and he's like I'm taking this for myself you've you've uh, conquered brain death and I'm going to uh, do it and he's like sure you could do that so he has him looking in the microscope and when he's not looking he takes a shovel and just knocks him in the head oh. and on the ground puts it through his head and cuts his head off snake style and he's uh, herbert west is standing there with his uh with his syringe and he's like parts i've never tried Tried parts parts. so he injects it into the head and into the body and then while he's waiting for the head to come alive the body comes behind herbert and knocks him out so then the the doctor puts his own head in a basin filled with blood and he just carries around with (laughs) (laughs) and it becomes it's very comical towards the end but it's uh, a very but the end funny movie to me at the very end, there's a famous sequence. Anyone in who talks about uh, reanimate, they talk about the, the guy without a head takes his own head, strings up uh, uh, Herbert's protege's girlfriend, and uh, butt-ass naked. Like, they, they showed everything, like the bush cam and everything. <laughs> and this guy holds his own severed head in front of her, between her legs and eats her out oh, while his, his, like, severed body. And then Herbert walks in and not realizing that the doctor had injected all the bodies in the morgue around him. And at some point, they all come alive and oh, all wow. burn victims, and it's nasty. And it's, it's really a... It's a fucked up fun movie. <laughs> but for 1985, the violence was like off the chain. You had not seen anything. Oh, like I know it's a, I know it's a cult classic. Oh, yeah. Dudes must have had a blast. Oh, they had a blast. Oh, yeah. Yeah. This was, this was way ahead of its time, and it spawned a lot of uh, remakes, and not remakes, but sequels, and there's a huge cult following for Reanimator. Uh, speaking of 80s horror movies, I think this one actually is in the 70s, but... Um... It's called... <laughs> no, I was gonna say they. I um, almost put that on it for Mad Scientist. <laughs> no, they. Um, I saw a recent interview with Kevin Bacon yeah. um, because it was the Friday the Thirteenth. Mm-hmm. I guess oh, yeah. thirty yeah. or forty year reunion. Yeah, I don't big. remember it's, which uh, one. Eight, eighty, so uh, forty. Okay, yeah, yeah. and uh, they were talking about the prosthetic from his neck oh, yeah, when yeah. Jason put the arrow yeah. through. Savini. Yeah. yeah, did you see that interview at all? Uh, no, I but I've seen. I've seen it before. Happy with it. Well, but they also they only had one. One chance at it, mm-hmm. you know what I mean, yeah, yeah. and so I've heard Savini talk about it. I don't believe that, but sure. no, they only had the one false neck, and they and made another false neck. <laughs> yeah, they could have, but they didn't have time or budget for it. Uh, but it was neat to talk uh, to hear him you. talk Eric, about that. Eric just got it. It was it's a thirteen disc Scream Factory box set, and it costs like a hundred and thirty dollars on Amazon. And he had to have it, so he bought it. I bought the oh, Terran, wow. I bought the Terran the Isles one, which was phenomenal. Uh, all right, yeah, mad scientists. Let's move on from Jeffrey Combs. Let's go to cult leaders. Cult leaders. Let's go to Daniel von Bargen, and we'll 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 let everyone uh, do the research on uh, on he, the on the real life I dude. Get, you know where I get him from? Uh, it's, uh, Seinfeld. 
No. Malcolm in the middle. Wasn't yeah, he Malcolm was the, middle. He the had no arm. His brother's yep, he was drill the military, instructor, drill instructor. At, the mil- at the military Oh, academy no shit, with the eye patch. Yeah. Yep. Oh, yeah, wow. He, missing arm, too, didn't yeah. he? Yeah. yeah. He was great. I he loved great. Daniel Von Bargen. I've liked him for years and years. He's played a lot of interesting characters. When I think of him, I think of him in Seinfeld when he's he's moving around the chair. He said, look, look, George. He's <laughs> all know, around at one time. The funny thing <laughs> is, is he's him and uh, Ted Levine are, could be, are very yeah, the they're, same they're, body type, same actor skills. It's true. You can uh, just change those dudes. So Lord of Illusions, specifically with Daniel Von Bargen, I love Lord of Illusions. I was working at the video store when it came out, so I got the screener to watch it super nice. early. So I saw it a couple months beforehand. And Starred uh, the great... God, man. Uh, great, Clive uh, Barker w- did the story, and not many Clive Barker movies have been made that turned out to be well. Uh, Scott Baculum. Uh, Scott, well, yeah. that's maybe the reason why a lot of them have <laughs> failed, uh, because he'd miscast them. But, uh, as, it wasn't bad. But, Casting Daniel Von Bargen was a brilliant choice, and uh, Famke Janssen, who had early in her career, Just she had done. She might not even have done Bond yet. I think this was pre-Bond. Yeah, I have a crush on her. I've uh, always had a crush on her. She was great. She That's... was she was great in Nip Tuck. I loved. I've loved her in everything. I loved her as Jean she Grey. Was she, in, was she was great Grey. in uh, in uh, Justin's favorite movie. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Last Dragon. I don't remember her in that. No. <laughs> <laughs> she was in uh, Rounders. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, she was in Rounders. She and was really um, yep. oh wait, no, wait, she's yeah, Rounders she, is when she was first starting out too. She's not the one from Memento. Uh, no, that's Carrie Ann Moss. Okay, yeah, yeah, she's good too though. Yeah, not as good uh, as Femke. But Daniel Von Bargen, <laughs> let's talk about like this is the ultimate cult leader, man. When I think of cult leaders, Daniel Von Bargen is like right at the top of the list, man. Yeah, he cr- and I don't. You didn't probably see the director's cut of this. The director's cut had had a couple extra. Had like sixteen extra minutes in it, and some of the best stuff because at the very beginning of the movie. He had already been a cult leader, and uh, we didn't even mention our guy who lost all that weight, who was in Canadian Bacon, and he was in The Mummy. Remember, he was the guy who wore all the uh, the crosses around his neck. Kevin oh, J. Yeah, O'Connor. Yeah. Kevin J. O'Connor, man. Yeah. The guy this that was played uh, he, Swan. Had, yep, and he was uh, he was also in uh, he There lost Will Be Blood. Weight. Oh, yeah. And you look at him in The Mummy, dude. He lost like 70, 80 pounds. Oh, wow. Yeah. I don't remember. I didn't know if he was heavy. sick or not. But I then just he, remember him pasty. You remember him in uh, There Will Be Blood. He played the guy who pretended he was blood. his yeah, brother. He was great. He, great actor. So he was awesome in it, and he was part of this. Uh, there wasn't enough Daniel Berger in this movie. Uh, Daniel Von Bargain? Yeah. Von Bargain. Yeah. No, there was, it, true, but when he was on it, it oh, was, it was intense. Like at the very beginning of the movie, uh, Swan, who's played by Kevin J. O'Connor, breaks into the compound yeah, and he's trying to take life. out Daniel Von Bargen because he realizes how bad he is. He had kidnapped Femke Janssen yeah, as, as a, a child. child. Yep. And then there's like a is like a uh, a tiger in there, and his followers are crazy. They're all like, well, that out one of their dude that crazy. played Butterfield or Butterstone. Yep, he's on Butterfield. He's he awesome. Was fucking great. Yep, he was really good in that. And so was the the girl, the uh, the Hispanic girl that got oh, hit yeah, by the, the car. She was great car. too. Uh, <laughs> Scott Bad, uh, Scott Bakula didn't seem very distinct. So he had some crazy. This was uh, it wasn't just normal cult leader stuff. This was a fantastical no, he, supernatural yeah, movie. Yeah, well, he was, and he had the ability there's to cult see leaders, and then there's the and, devil. Uh, he was sort of the devil. Basically, he. Taught uh, Kevin J. O'Connor to do this kind of uh, special uh, kind of mind control stuff, and he ended up using it as a magician, which he was actually doing real magic yeah. with it. It wasn't really a magician; it was kind of. <laughs> I his mean, ruse. wouldn't you do that? Yeah, yeah. probably. Yep. So, but when they got Daniel Von Bargen at the beginning, the <laughs> they got Daniel Von Bargen and they put that thing on his face. They basically yeah. put a safe on his face. They they locked his eyes down. They locked his ears. They put something in his mouth and they buried him alive. Oh wow! And they didn't tell anyone when they were burying him. So basically, the whole movie we jump forward like fifteen. 20 years and 
the cult leaders are, uh, one of them, Butterfield, is trying to find out the location of where he is so they can wake him up. And all the other cult, cult members have gone off to their normal jobs. One of them's working as like a mail carrier, mm. one's working at a restaurant, all this. And that's where the extra stuff came in. When they got the call to come back, and they yeah. showed a little of it. I didn't, I didn't see much of that. I saw some yeah. of it. Well, what they did is, uh, and they, they touched on it a little bit in the theatrical version, where you saw like the guy who, who was the postal worker, uh, you saw someone dead in his house behind him, and you you inferred that he just killed whoever he was living with at, because he's been called up to uh, to come back to the cult. Well, they went I mean, through all. When you all get the of call, them. you get the call. Man. Those guys, those, the cult oh, leaders. Wait, my phone's ringing. They went through like five <laughs> cult leaders, and they showed all their family members slaughtered. Like, oh wow! They killed their daughters. They killed their their That's infant devotion. sons, and then they went. Uh, <laughs> Hit me, bro! <laughs> and then they're all meeting up. But what I love when Daniel Var Bargain finally gets kind of resurrected is he calls them like little pigs and he he hates them i mean he's like none of you are worthy and just like that made seems, them melt into the it ground. almost seems like that is a pretty I'm good. uh prevalent kind of relationship between the leader and the followers i don't know they, all, of, they don't often turn on them the way he turned on them i mean he turned on them is like you guys are not worthy of me the only ones worthy of my magic is swanee you know and that's, that's because he touched him <laughs> <laughs> not daniel barbar is not here to defend himself <laughs> man, he he literally put his hands inside his head and oh, he made him yeah. gave him he's the one that gave him those powers oh yeah and he did it somewhat to Bacula at the end I mean it didn't yeah. really go to anything so and speaking of the end because honestly I remember this but what year did this come out 95 95 I don't remember being really quite able to follow everything that no. was going on special effects on. were not awesome in 95 they were but in they the, were pretty good in 95 in the end weren't they almost like Near the like the 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 entrance to hell, yeah, he like had, in a he basement, the, as like sandy bottom. Up. Yeah, he opened the pit yeah. that he was holding Femke over, and then he like drowned all his followers in mud. It, it turned to mud, but then it solidified, so they were so halfway like, out of it. it almost reminded they, you know what it reminded me around, of? It reminded me it. of that that supernatural project movie where they all with the carrier, the aircraft carrier went. Through time, and then the people have melted into. Oh the yeah, deck. yeah, like uh, Philadelphia experiment. Yeah, 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 where they were like melted, melted into right the boat. into yeah. the deck. Yeah. Very similar like to that. Melted right into the ground. And we went over the fact that when he had to like torture Bacula's like butler to find out where the location was, or not uh, Bacula's butler, but Kevin J. O'Connor's. Remember, he, he kept slicing him with uh, in with like syringes and shit or what, uh, scalpels. What, was Bacula like a, a detective? Yeah, he was a detective. He was, he was, a he was our he was our perspective was from Bacula. Right. Yeah, I just I was basically. trying to remember like you yeah. know what his whole thing was, you know. But digging dig Van Bargen up, he was and, the and wrong place had the to pull the screws the out of his head. <laughs> Remember how juicy it was when he was pulling the screws out of his head, and then the like yeah. the mask almost became part of his face? I think this, I think I Creepy kind man. of, I, I mean, I know it's a Johnny Depp movie, but I think plot-wise, I kind of get this a little confused with, uh, is it Ninth Gate? Ninth Gate, uh, the problem with Ninth Gate is they didn't show shit. It, it was a more of a talky kind of movie and everything. And I'm always I was constantly waiting for something. I'm to out. Not, <laughs> less not knocking the, not knocking the movie because it's one of Eric's favorite. Eric loves Ninth Gate. It's mm. Polanski. It was all right. it, it, I, liked it. I I loved uh, Langella in it, but Except really for the, for the <laughs> really other than the last like ten minutes, I I didn't much care for it. And even the last ten minutes, I could have gotten more. But uh, I always wanted more out of Ninth Gate. That being said, I do own it and I do. And, <laughs> and I did watch it yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> I am in the middle of a horror marathon. I'm like on my sixteenth horror movie. I watch like two a day. I'm in the middle of a Halloween. marathon of not watching any movies, and <laughs> it's terrible. That's a shame. <laughs> I'm in the, 
middle of a horror movie that includes writing real life <laughs> on, on Google Docs every day. I love my life every time I talk to you. It's <laughs> <laughs> what we're here for, man. All right. It's what we're here for. Let's kick back to serial killers again. Boom. Uh, Let's go, Michael Rooker, who has made a career of being playing being assholes. A, I was going to say playing uh, well, nice until, guy, man. until he uh, played Yondo in uh, the Avengers. Man, look at I me. Mean, yeah. I'm Mary Poppins, y'all. Yeah, yeah, I'm Mary Poppins, y'all. <laughs> you guys Is Mary Poppins well cool? Speaking a different language. <laughs> yeah, at this point. We're going to go I, back to early in Michael Rooker's career when he was just starting out. <laughs> Michael Rooker in uh, Henry, Portrait of a Serial Killer, 1986, man. This movie was phenomenal, but it was not for everybody, let me tell you that right now. It was definitely This is not. a very dark and indie movie, and sometimes like those movies are so indie. story as much justice, the real-life Henry Lee Lucas. Yeah, well, you know, oh, so this is you based can't on go, a true story? Yeah, but you can't oh, yeah. go into it looking like that. you gotta, uh, you got to watch it as its own thing. It's not going to be. The Henry Lee Lucas story is Henry Lee Lucas is one of the few serial killers that he did it with somebody else. Yeah. And oh, really? Across, and they were gay lovers. Yeah. Uh-huh. That they was not... Homeless they didn't lovers. mark that into this, uh, yeah, no, the, the gay element. But Tom Tiles was almost scarier than Michael Rooker. Michael Rooker had moments of... Uh, of Clarity. humanity. It, yeah. Remember when, when Tom Tiles reaching <laughs> over thing. and grabbed his sister and, and tried to kiss his sister and grab her boob, and uh, Henry had to grab him and say, don't be doing that, Otis. That's your sister. And yeah. and Otis was crazy. Otis Tool. Nah, was... Tom Tiles is his no, name. No, Otis Tool is the... Is, is the real guy? Is the real yeah, guy. Yeah, yeah. And Tom Tiles, you might know from... Uh, I don't know if you've seen the remake of Night of the Living Dead, the one with Candyman uh, at the house. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He was Candy the guy Man. in the basement that didn't want to come out of the don't basement. Candyman. <laughs> <laughs> Tom Tiles didn't want to come out of the basement. He had his family in the basement. Remember, he was he was the asshole yeah. that wouldn't come upstairs. Yeah. He was also the deputy in House of a Thousand Corpses. Oh, the uh, that got stash? shot in the head uh, by the Karen Black. Dude? Which tool? That yeah. tool. Oh, this tool? <laughs> <laughs> That's why he was a serial killer. Uh, <laughs> What's happening right now? <laughs> uh, but. It basically was the story of him teaching Tom Towles, uh, Michael Rooker teaching Tom Towles how to be a serial killer. It, you get the impression that uh, Rooker had done it like dozens of times. Uh, there's many disturbing uh, moments in this movie, but when they're watching the video of the crime they watched, it was probably the most disturbing thing because they're watching they're watching a video that they recorded of. Uh, of kidnapping this couple and raping this one Ugh. woman. And then once it's done, he starts rewinding it. And Henry, this, in the movie, uh, Henry's like, what are you doing? He's like, I'm rewinding. I want to watch it again. And he watches it over and over again. And he just has no kind of... He, he basically opened... Whatever. He opened... He almost created a monster. Rooker could, at times, control himself. He's, I'm going to kill this person. I'm going to kill this person. Tom Tiles. At one point, he's raping his sister. Ugh. At the end of the movie, glad I've Henry seen comes this. in, and Henry starts a relationship with Tom Tall's uh, sister, and so at the end of the movie, he, he comes in and he's raping his own sister, and uh, Henry grabs him, and stabs him in the stomach, and then takes him into the bathroom and cuts his head off, just oh, shows wow. it. I mean, they're cutting his head off. This is a this was an NC seventeen movie yeah. that when we were growing up, this was a movie that you could you, not watch. You could. Not I didn't get. watch it until I was in my thirties. Yeah, I, I think I was. A, I was a little late. I didn't watch it as a kid, but I'm glad I didn't. I, I mean, dude, I can watch people being disemboweled. I can watch them being yeah. beheaded. Like I've I've actually seen the Daniel Pearl video. Yeah, me too. I've seen, I seen it. terrible I videos along those no, lines. Daniel Pearl, don't me, watch those. Me nightmares. But <laughs> it doesn't. I, 
I cannot watch a rape scene no, in a movie. It's, it's it bad. is it is the one thing that the I'm like. The only nope, way I'm, I'm I can done. get through it like, is I put myself in the filmmaker and I can picture yeah. the crew. I can't when do you it. picture the crew around them and you can picture the the breaks that they have and the cuts and stuff, and it the, makes it a lot the more talent easy to do. it takes to get the emotion to get. In yeah, I mean, but if, like, if you can't separate yourself, it's a difficult thing. One yeah. of my favorite, like, one terror. thing I can't do, even if it's simulated, is <laughs> animal cruelty. Yeah, animal cruelty is the one. Even if it's simulated, I can't. Like anything. there was one in the uh, um, yeah. Damn, what movie Unless was it's there? Tremors. One? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Kill that thing. <laughs> but this was a crazy movie from beginning to end, and it was shot very eighty six. Yeah. But you would imagine it's it was tough like movie to recommend to people. Yeah, you don't recommend this to everybody because they're gonna be like, oh, okay. Oh, <laughs> what part's you. your favorite part? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and the well, ending has so many movie. favorite parts. Yeah. I don't even know if I can tell you my favorite. Has part. a great end sequence in it. So yeah, I mean, if you can stomach it, check out Henry Portrait of a Serial Killer. But uh, like yeah. you said, I wouldn't recommend it to everybody. I like my violence right. implied. This is explicit. See, I like violence in a movie. I, I, I don't mind it. I mean, um, I love the, every. I mean, mob movies are violent. Well, like yeah. you know, like I've, we've talked about Midsummer before, and I told you, that's like violent. no violence, in it, right? and yeah. that's and that's, that's not true. Very that, when that's, they jumped off the rock. That and that then got that hit was with the hammer. violence. But that, that was the violence. That, that was movie. the most. Violent. But my but issue with that movie is as the, as the characters disappear. I was very upset with like you're, you're telling me I don't get to see what you're doing to that yeah. character. Well, that's the, the classic movie though. thing. I'm going to show you some really crazy violent stuff, and then I'm not going to show you violence again. Which and the problem with that is you're going to. The problem with that is, uh, and that's the reason why half the people love that movie and half the people hate it is he's going to turn off half the audience doing that, right on, not showing yeah. it. And me, it's but not a problem. Th- th- if he turns half the audience, he's turning off the part of the audience that he wasn't expecting to get anyways. Yeah. It, so. For me, that was one of the best, the two best horror movies I've seen in the last ten years. The other one we're going to be talking about here, uh, because it was so phenomenal. Which was it on here? No, yeah. Hereditary. But before no, that, let's let's jump to uh, Mad Scientist and let's let's bring it up a little bit with some Gene Wilder, Young Frankenstein. Now everyone will agree this is a. Mellower, mellower, not as scary. Putting on the rich. Yeah. <laughs> <Tied to>, uh... <laughs> <laughs> this is like anytime this. Oh, the the car guys. The what? The car guys that are on Saturday, click and clack. Oh yeah. Oh uh, what about yeah, them? car talk. At the end of their like, and our editor is Fab. Felbrucka. Felbrucka. Yeah. <laughs> 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 uh, so, yeah, I mean, he fits perfect under Mad Scientist. That's why I didn't oh. put Doc Brown on it. I was like, yeah, you got already got a comedy on here with uh, Gene Wilder. So, uh, Frankenstein. <laughs> it's Frankenstein. <laughs> <laughs> classic, classic Mel Brooks movie. Oh. I mean, One it's is, great to put on any time. I mean, it's tough to say if it's his best, but I think it, I like it. I mean, most people would either say this or Blazing Saddles or space would be balls. his best. Or space Blazing balls, Saddles and like Spaceballs. Yeah. But I have to say, I love for Young Frankenstein. I've never seen Young Frankenstein. What? Oh. I've seen Let's stop lots. This spot right now. <laughs> I've seen lots and lots of Make clips from it. Noise. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I've never you, seen it all the way through. Uh, you never saw Terry Gar roll in the hay. I mean, <laughs> come on, man. Uh, Terry Gar was great in this movie. Marty Freeman is the one who uh, rocked this movie, man. Where'd you get this brain? I don't know. Abby. Abby, Abby no- somebody. Abby somebody. Are you telling me I put an abnormal brain in my monster? <laughs> <laughs> One of the, my favorite Gene Wilder scenes is when he sits, <clears throat> Gene, he sits Fel Brooker down <clears throat> and uh, Marty Feldman and Terry Garr, and he's, I'm going to go in there and I'm going to talk to him. I'm going to work it out. Yeah. No matter what, what I say, yeah. <laughs> no, how, my, how much I beg, no, how much I scream, do not let me out. 
because the only way I can break through is if I stay in there. <laughs> he gets in there. The monster screams. He, let me out, you sons of bitches. <laughs> don't stop me, screaming Smeal. it. Smeal, don't stop me. Stop me, Smeal. Yeah. Stop me. It was very similar <laughs> to that. Yeah. Yeah. And he's screaming, open this door, you sons of bitches. <laughs> <laughs> they won't let him out. That's it's so, so funny. And now who's the guy that plays Frank? Peter Boyle, man. Yeah. Yeah. Great so Peter great, Boyle. Dude. Everybody yeah. loves Taxi Raymond. Driver, oh. loves he's Boyle. great in everything I've ever oh, seen him He's in. so great. And he's so funny in this. And I love the scene with Gene Hackman in the movie where he goes to, he plays the blind dude that ends up accidentally setting. He hits him. Hot soup up. in his lap, and he accidentally <laughs> sets his thumb on fire. This is such a classic Mel Brooks oh, movie. God, and Every I love scene. Gene Wilder, man. Every Gene Wilder in was just absolutely like gold. I don't know why, but oh, one yeah. of my couple of my favorite scenes, uh, one when he like he's giving the lecture, yeah, and he stabs himself in with the a leg. syringe, yeah, <laughs> and with the no with the scalpel. And yeah, he's yeah. Then like, yeah. he continues. Class to talk. is missed. <laughs> and then and then he meets up with with uh, Igor, and he's like. Come here, Dr. Frankenstein. It's like, it's Frankenstein. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then he's like, well, okay, Igor. It's Igor. <laughs> Walk this way. <laughs> he's, he's got a different, up. his hump keeps changing yeah. sides. Oh, Do you really? your hump on the other side? Uh, what, you, what hump? <laughs> <laughs> it was just one after another. I it love the guy from uh, the guy from the producers, the old school, the, the guy who played the Nazi that had the oh, helmet. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. On uh, He was also in Malcolm in the Middle. He played the uh, the guy that ran, ran the ranch. Yep. Huh. Uh, he was so funny as the, like, uh, Crone. Remember, he's the one with that weird arm, mm-hmm. and he was playing darts at one point, and he just went, boom, 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 then ran over and stuck them all in the, uh, in the <laughs> <laughs> man. Ah, it's so fun. And man. what was the name of the guy that played Igor? <laughs> Marty Freeman. Marty Freeman. He yeah. had that really that crazy, crazy thyroid problem. He had yeah. a lazy eye too. Yeah, p- like, pull up pictures of uh, Marty Freeman, dude. You're gonna see. It it's almost like, is that looks Susan fake. Susan Sarandon's no. kid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, you pull up pictures of him. It almost looks fake. That this couldn't possibly be a human being because his eyes are literally bulging out of his yeah. skull. I yeah. mean, it's not normal, but. He was great. If you look that way and you add comedy to it, like I loved him in Silent Movie. He had done a lot of Mel Brooks movies. Silent Movie is one of the funniest with uh, uh, with Mel Brooks, Dom DeLuise, and Marty Freeman. Uh, it's completely a silent movie, but it's got words on the screen and everything. It's hilarious. Yeah, yeah. You can't go wrong with Young Frankenstein. All right, let's move on to cult leaders. Oh, let's go to the the hardcore one here, man. This is this is also one that you can't recommend to everyone unless you uh, unless they have done acid in the this past. This one is <laughs> not only fucking intense, but it is like a mind fuck. Yeah, no, yeah. Well, and it's like it's an overstimulus. Oh yeah, overstimulant. It's, yeah. it's a very good uh, explanation for it because with the colors and the sound and the strobing and the subject matter, it's just it's oh a difficult gosh, watch, dude. The music sounded very Blade Runner ish to me. Oh. oh yeah, it's very eighties, very eighties kind of electronic <laughs> stuff. Yeah. But uh, the great uh, Linus. I've Roach. never done hallucinogenic drugs, and this movie—you are missing out. Tom. Now this movie like <laughs> reaffirms my decision yeah. as a correct one. <laughs> <laughs> now the great Nick Cage was in this, but he's not the one who played the cult leader. Linus Roach did, and the only other thing I saw Linus Roach in is he played Batman's dad in the Christopher Nolan ones. Who was remember he was killed in the in, in the after alleyway? the play in the alleyway. Uh, the huh. wife grabbed the pearls, and he, he looked completely normal. He, I, he plays the type... Now, when I think of cult leaders, what I like about cult leaders is... What I like to see in cult leaders, which is what I imagine that they're mostly like, is... They're very fragile yeah. people on the yeah, inside, yeah. and yeah. That, that's what upset like they, him when he uh, when he yeah, when, when he kidnapped like, when he kidnapped Nick laughing at his dick in his movie. Yeah, 
and yeah, because look, we're getting ahead of ourselves. So right. the cult leader had his <laughs> had his little cult, and they just happened to drive by Nicolas Cage's wife walking. Uh, I don't know. It, this almost seemed like it was like she in the woods like, in North she Carolina. She almost looked like Tilda Swinton a little bit. She had that. She's very, famous. She's been bit, in a bunch yeah. of stuff. It's she uh, had that um, very Andrea Riseborough. Yeah, she's been in a bunch of different stuff. She's really great. But sorry, uh, Andrea. Bill Duke was also in this movie. Bill man. Duke, he was. He was, was great. Yeah. But Did he die shortly after this? Because he looked he, like he was on his way out. No, he's oh, still no. alive. I thought you were talking about the alive. movie. I was going to say he didn't die at all in the movie. No, in the movie he uh, So the cult leader just happens to drive by Nick Cage's wife, and he tells his followers, I want that girl. You have to bring her to me. So yeah, they yeah. end up That's kidnapping him. That's the problem him, with cult leaders, man. The, they the make problem with up- is... All the cult leaders were a bunch of pussies, but this is yeah. where the movie got crazy because they they kind they, of they summon had some muscle. Yeah, yeah, no <laughs> they, shit. they do this weird thing where they summon almost these cenobite type creatures from like Hellraiser, like, but, yeah. but they were on bikes. Yeah, yeah they, they were bikers. Motorcycles. They were yeah. like acid out. Supernatural demons. They demons. were like demons, yeah. though. They had the Braxis horn. They called it, and yeah, they called they Braxis blew this horn in, that summoned. Well, Braxis them. in like in. What's theology? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was trying to think of what that fake. I was going to say is. Greek, but no. Study. <laughs> <laughs> you know that story about you the guy philosophy? that walked on the water and <laughs> like made a bunch of loaves in the bread. Well, Braxes are the judge, the little demons that judge the dam when you get to. Hell. Oh no shit! I didn't hell. know that. And they had the Braxes horn, so I thought and these a, were and the Braxes. A, and a glass of some nasty, some liquid. nasty that, ass, ooh. like gray. Silly putty, yeah, liquid, fucking plasma. And so the demon creatures came up and they drank it, and then they just—I guess—they they told who they they abs- somehow knew which person to grab. Yeah. And during that whole strobe scene, they broke in and they like uh, they snatched Nicolas Cage's wife and they strung Nicolas Cage up and watched and made him watch them burn his wife to death. Yeah, it was it was horrific. The demons had gone, so it was just the cult leaders. But before that, yeah, they she kind of was forced to listen to his diatribe, and he took his robe off, and he was naked. Well, he played his song. He, you could tell he very, was, they almost very used a very Manson. like Manson yeah. thing, like he was a musician, a failed musician. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was very that was taken straight out of Manson. Failed musician that had a message that he wanted people to hear, and they wouldn't. Like he didn't get a record they deal, so I'm gonna go be a cult leader <laughs> yeah. and just get the six people that really think that I spoke to them with my music, and I'm just gonna go. Yeah. Except there was a supernatural. Oh yeah, yeah. But there was that great trippy scene where they superimposed his face over oh, her yeah. face. Oh yeah. And the only reason her. I knew the difference is because she had that scar. Yeah. And he didn't. But they would so they blend like, perfectly. Yeah. To his face. Well, they almost her morphed face, it. In yeah. And it was yeah. very well, strange. But then she started laughing at him because she kind of identified how you know weak of a man do he really if was. You're tied yeah. up and on acid in yeah. front yeah. of a cult don't leader. Don't laugh at him. Laugh at somebody. Don't laugh at them. However, even though you've never taken a hallucinogenic drug, it's almost impossible not, not to laugh, to laugh yeah. at certain things. Like once you get that giggle, yeah, but it, if it you were you already kidnapped, it, telling you, you the second it. worst thing to do is to tie up the, uh, the the badass husband and make him watch you burn oh, the man. one thing you love in the life. Leave him alive. That fucking leave him that alive. fucking axe that he made. Oh yeah. Oh he, man. Because he shows up. Because that's what happens. They they burn his wife to death and they leave him for dead. But he comes yeah. back. He goes over to Bill Duke's house. And he gets, gets his all his crossbow weapons, or something. Crossbows. or something. They have one of the best outside of maybe Motel Hell. Probably the best uh, chainsaw fight ever. Oh at the end. yeah, dude. With the big Guy who the, had the huge it was what made that so great was that what's his uh, Nick Cage walks in as a badass with a chainsaw, yeah. and then the other guy like reaches for the chainsaw, but they do the oh, yeah, off screen pull, pull. Yeah. of it so that you didn't it like he pulled the blade into 
frame. Yeah. yeah. And it just kept getting bigger. It's like an they stole that from uh, yeah. Phantasm Two. Yeah. Phantasm Two. They did that. High was tension. Really good. Oh. High tension. They did. It high tension too, had yeah. that crazy ass long chainsaw scene. I think too. my favorite scene in this whole movie is where Richard Brake, the guy from the uh, the zombie movie, the Rob Zombie one we saw in the theater. Yeah. 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 He's uh, really the one great. whose mouth never closed. Well, no, he's, he's the, the one, one who's like, like he wrong. Somebody wrong. Yeah. He's he's the chemist that makes. That's my favorite scene because Nicholas Cage doesn't say a goddamn word. Yep. He no. just reads his mind. He just reads yeah. his mind because whatever, like, and and he's listed here as the chemist. He's, he was and the best thing about that zombie movie we saw, that Rob Zombie movie. Oh yeah, absolutely. Uh, no, the, he's great. What was it? Uh, Three to Hell. Yeah. Well, he's also it. in. Um, I think it's Thirty One. The other. Yeah, he's uh, in a bunch of zombie. He movies, plays yeah. that like clown yeah. in Thirty One. He's Dude, in the he's, crown. He's good in everything. He's really. He's good. so good. He's what, in the crown. No. Was like <laughs> this. This may be a really far shot, but wasn't he also in Greece? No, I think you're thinking of the Conway guy that ended up dying. He, okay. he does somewhat look like him. Okay, that's what I would. Uh, the uh, the head henchman and the head not the head the woman that was trying to get the cult leader's attention, and then the head guy that the cult leader put his trust in. Yeah, those two characters were. Great. Oh, they were good, yeah. man. They they, they were great. It, when you play a cult follower really well, well I mean, I've been following through. this yeah. Nexum. Oh yeah, sex cult shit. oh that was crazy. The the girl from like was she Law yeah. and Order? They yeah. got that that pretty redheaded girl fell yeah. for that shit. It's That's just like crazy. a I mean, sex trafficking cult. I remember as a kid, he's in, he's gonna be in jail for the rest of his life. So, <laughs> One, yeah, three hundred years. Yep. Wow. Hey, he deserves he it li- if he lives that long. He's a cult leader. Yeah, I know. You never know. He's <laughs> got a direct pipe, direct telephone at, line. At some the... point, you just put him in the chair. I would yeah. like to turn down my everlasting life now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was always. Growing up, cult leaders fascinated me. The fact that you could get other people to do crazy shit was just Be- because you went to Christian no, school. No, I didn't want. To. <laughs> yeah, probably because I, I, I did go to Christian school. Yeah. Christian fundamentalist Christian school, <laughs> which is that's a whole cult in itself. <laughs> yeah. But they don't make you drink Kool Aid. I remember seeing the helicopter scenes. Yeah. It's called communion. From yes, <laughs> like the real footage. The real footage from Jim Jones. Yeah. The Guyana. In Guyana, mm-hmm. when the helicopter goes over and yep. there's like 800 people. But he has the same thing. Cult leaders, there's two types of cult leaders. There are cult leaders that believe they're the, like Messiah. David Koresh, they're the Messiah on the planet. And then there's the frail ones like this guy, yeah, yeah. Linus Roach, which um, Jim Jones mm-hmm. was too afraid to drink the Kool-Aid. Yeah, he asked right. he was similar guy to, that, yeah, to shoot sure. him in the head rather than drink the Kool-Aid because yeah. they had already assassinated the senator at the at the airstrip that mm-hmm. went to go freeze. crazy story. I've seen several documentaries oh, and they're all good. Fucking fascinating. There's a great movie about it that is super Parents hard to find. their kids fucking uh, cyanide lace Kool-Aid. If yeah. you can find the movie, oh. uh, Powers Booth plays them in like a yeah, 70s I've seen TV it. It was movie. Great. It's I've very seen it. hard to find. I remember there was one, uh, the Hale-Bopp comic. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. The Hale-Bopp. Yeah. You know, the one with the tennis shoes. Yeah. And the tennis Nikes, man. Yeah. And Converse, sorry. Converse. I, I remember I remember watching Waco unfold. Oh yeah. You know, I remember I, mean, too. I, was, I, was, up I was a fucking I, kid, yep. dude. I was up north watching like, it when it happened. And it's funny because Timothy McVeigh, mm-hmm. who did the Oklahoma City bombing, mm-hmm. yeah. heard Waco was going on and drove to Waco and they have footage of Timothy McVeigh yep. selling government get out of here stickers or something like that. Yeah, wow. at the on scene. His hood of his car at the scene, real footage during yep. wow. the siege and you're it's like crazy. Fuck. Yeah. All right. <laughs> let's move back. To, let's move off cult leaders now. We'll move back to serial killers. And I'm going to jump to four. I'm going to I'm going to sa- save her number three. This this Halloween part is getting fucking dark. <laughs> Halloween, <laughs> man. <laughs> fucking Halloween. <part. laughs> 
And let's do. Oh, wait. Nightmare Before Christmas. Oh, there we go. I feel ah, better that now. That doesn't fit in any of these. <laughs> Halloween. Mad scientist, maybe, if you pick the uh, that one guy, guy that made her. Um, I'm going to jump to Harvey R. Barden, man, because he's one of those low-key serial killers that yeah. you don't realize how bad he is until you actually watch this movie, and you're like, wow, this guy is scary. Like, sometimes you can have that actor, when he's on screen, it just makes you uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. And you see him do random stuff through the whole movie, but it's that look, man, and that, that he creepy created. scene that whole goddamn movie is when he went into the gas fucking station. gas station. With the coin. Gave the coin. That's... And that's weird, because he's, he's a serial killer where... He gets off on killing, yeah, but he also has a code that, like, if she, I believe he'd have let his oh, wife yeah. go at the end, yep, had she nailed that. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. And uh, that's what he does. He comes in there and he asks the uh, the guy uh, heads or tails. Heads or tails. Well, I gotta, know, like, what I I gotta I got know what I have to, I have to lose. lose. Everything, everything, friendo. Oh. <laughs> that I, I mean, I don't remember much. I remember the the scene where he gets pulled over. Yep. And I remember the gas station scene, and that's about all well, I remember. Basically, from this movie. Uh, what's our main dude there from uh, who played Thanos? Uh, Josh, Brolin. Josh Brolin. So, so Josh Brolin ended up and the great uh, Tommy Lee Jones. Tommy Lee Jones, Josh Brolin, Woody Harrelson Woody was Harrelson great was in it. Awesome. The, uh, the yeah. girl from uh, uh, the girl from Choke oh, uh, was dude really from, great in uh, it. Uh, talk radio. Jimmy, Jimmy. Uh, oh, Jimmy James. Yeah, Jimmy, Jimmy James. James was on there too. I forgot he was on that. Uh, Stephen Root. Um, and so the basically, guy from, uh, uh, oh yeah, uh, Garrett uh, Dillahunt. Well, yeah, he was really good in it as yeah. as the deputy. deputy. Yep, he was really good. Uh, so basically, Josh Brolin finds money. <laughs> you know, that he stumbles upon score, a Mexican like standoff, standoff that everyone's where dead. Everybody's but dead except one dude gets away, sort of, with some money. Who wants water? Yeah, no, he didn't. That wasn't even the guy that had the money. Yeah, that was a guy in the car. And don't he went back? That's yeah, made me angry. Yeah, yeah. If you're gonna you do still it, think this guy's it's like the simple alive. plan, man. It's like yeah. a simple plan, man. It, it seems like it, <sighs> made me it, angry. There's some very similarities to this in simple there plan, is. where you're screaming yeah. at the uh, screen, you're like, "Don't do it! Don't no. do it!" Take the money. Everyone thinks out. they can do it, man. Go you through know? the bills, make sure there's no fucking. I, I, do we remember right. how much it was? It was several hundred thousand, I, I would imagine, or maybe even a million. A million. I don't know. I mean, enough. Yeah, it was enough. <laughs> it was enough to what you got, Luann? Sack full of money. That'll be the. I'm gonna go see my my mom. Well, your mother's dead. Well, then tell her I said hi. And uh, so he brings it back to the house, and he, he I think at first he puts it underneath the trailer, you know, and he, he thinks he's going to hide the it gun, there. He takes the, the revolver and a Uzi, puts it under the trailer. So the serial killer in this movie that's played by Javier Bardem, basically he's looking for the money. He's hired yeah. by somebody, whoever hired him, he's going to go out there and he's going to uh, uh, take this money. And uh, Javier Bardem, man, he has several weapons in this movie. That air gun? Oh, that he that's, has? That's, that's just that's literally what I, the only that, weapon. Yeah, no. It's is that, that the only one? The, yeah. What I thought he used, used a knife or a gun at some point. No. Uh, no? no it's he just killed the, the cop with the, his handcuffs. It's the cow. Yeah, he strangled the cop in the- One of the greatest uh, So he did use several weapons, though. The kick marks he had on the floor just made that- The breathing scene, where he gets the guy, he chokes him on the ground, yeah. and you see Javier Bardem like- Almost having With an a orgasm. big exhale, <laughs> and it was like creepy. I remember it from the trailer, and it I was like, was oh, like God. A, a orgasm. Yeah, it, very similar yeah, to that, I just too. know that the tank that he carried around yep. was what they used to kill Cal, cows. Cattle, yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. And so he, he went up to the guy when he was going to steal the uh, car from <laughs> the guy and just- you know, and just I mean, you got the bolt. You, you yeah. got to think though. I mean, Captured honestly, dude, that is a genius weapon. Yeah, it it's, really is. It's fucking silent. Not many people know what. It. It. Yeah, I it would mean, take like them 
forever to figure out what you used. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? Like, just just putting that in the script in yeah. the movie alone is fucking gold. The man. the author of this uh, also did the road. Uh, that that Viggo Mortensen one, which I have uh, also not seen. Yeah, one of my favorite scenes is when he goes back there, and then the the truck shows up and sees him, and he starts running, and they and uh, he has to swim. Oh yeah, and then they set the pit bull after him, and the pit bull's fucking going through the Mm -hmm. the stream. He's going up the stream, and he gets out before him, and the gun is soaking wet, (laughs) and he's blowing the clip chamber out, and he's. Like reshooting yeah. the bullets and trying to get the gun ready, he shoots that dog like half a second before it tears mm. his face off. Yeah, it, it was oh. crazy, man. I love when Woody Harrelson's just trying to find him too, and he's like, he has yeah. no idea what's after him, and he says, well, how dangerous is this guy? And he's like, <laughs> compared, compared to what to the what? bubonic plague? Oh shit! <laughs> because th- he knows what how horrible it was, yeah. and they had that whole scene where he was in Mexico and he had to come back and walk that bridge and go through customs and everything. It was just one after so another. Much on that. Yeah, that just, was the thing. It's like. It's, put it's the that money, situation. Take the money out and, and put it in a trash Everyone bag thinks they can duck, do it. You know, watching the movie, like, ah, if that was me, I'd be able to deal with that. I know I would be able to do that. <laughs> I already have ten plans in place. <laughs> I own a farm. You'll never yeah, find yeah. it. <laughs> I'm going to put it. I'm going to disassemble the money and break it all down and bury it in 17 Don't holes. Don't pay any yeah. attention to that dirt patch over there. <laughs> yeah. It won't be a dirt patch. <laughs> I'm going to put a planter over the top of it. Yeah. You'll never even know. Chicken coop. And you know what? I won't think about that money for seven years. Yep. It's crazy. I just disappear. <laughs> you just don't tell. And you know what you do? Here's what you do. Here's the key. You take Get a, a map, globe. Yep. And, and you spin, spin it. it yep. And then your stick down. your finger on it. And that's where you like, go. God damn it, Afghanistan. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever, man. I'm going to spin trace. again. <laughs> Nobody I'll spin again. Yeah. <laughs> I'd like to buy a vowel. I'm like the first <laughs> hot place I find. Yeah. Well, first tropical place. No, I think I'd, I think I'd probably just buy like a boat. Yeah. And then that way I wouldn't be on land anywhere. And they it would be. Tracked, they would find your registration. They would do. You not if you buy a boat on Craigslist. Like, just go put the shit in the water and yeah. take off, you know? Pay the fine. If, I think if, I'd bury it and wait ten years. Then, I, then I'd make my move. Good. Don't I, tell anybody about. I don't it. know yeah, that I got. Key. Don't I don't shit. know that I got ten years left. So <laughs> let's have fun now. Yeah. Well, that's the simple plan <laughs> thing. When they were like, "Well, maybe they've taken these numbers down on this thing. We yeah. don't know if they've been written down or not." And then it's really go to casino, for, man. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Change it over for uh-huh. chips. Right See, the table. Hank agrees. Hank, Hank wants us to go Hank to the next one. This. All right, all right, we'll go to next. Mad one. scientists, let's work our way down. Let's go to Marlon Brando, man, the great Marlon Brando. Uh, pound for pound, one of America's finest actors. <laughs> <laughs> and to be honest with you, one of the better cult leaders. If you had to have a cult, Mad yeah, scientist. no, he was good. Mad, Mad, Sorry, Mad yeah. scientist. But he 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 does kind of go. This is the one that kind of qualifies he, for he all does. three. He does. If you had to have a Mad Scientist yeah. on your side, this guy he he's not the worst. He's not. He the was worst. trying he, to. He loves something. Well, let's mention the movie. Okay. <laughs> so Marlon Brando's The Island of Dr. Godfather. Moreau. Okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Superman. Superman. <laughs> so 1996, Marlon, uh, Island of Dr. Moreau. I saw this in the theater. I came out of the theater saying it was one of the 10 best movies I ever saw. Really? Uh, I've I've changed that since. But <laughs> but at the time, I was very... I, uh, I, I, loved I love it. this movie. It, it, it touched gets shit on a lot. Yeah. Which I, I loved understand. it. I loved David Thewlis was great in it. Our, our girl from Waterboy was great in it. Uh, Ron Perlman Ron was in Perlman this. Ron Perlman was fucking great. Yeah, he this. was he really good in this. I love how South Park makes fun of it all the oh, time. Oh yeah, but the little guy. <laughs> Behold the six-assed monkey, <laughs> <laughs> or that little guy. You know that. Yeah, exactly. I still have no idea what the hell that was. So Marlon Brando is basically this is the based on the great H.G. Wells book, uh, The Island of Doctor Moreau. 
and it was about a doctor who lived on a private island that uh, blended DNA of humans with animals to create these hybrid creatures. And then he was trying to engineer like evolution in a yeah in a higher life. Time. And now this the yeah. old version of this was also really good. The one with Charles Lawton and I, a very I big fan of the '30s version. But what I loved about this version was the microchip, you know, that he worked oh, in. Yeah, yeah. And that was not in the original book. It's not in the thing. That was just an updated thing that they added to it. So he, in each of these creatures, they had the lion creature and the, uh, and several. And it also and had, like, a very animal eyes. farm feel to it. Again? I can uh, never remember her name. I can't remember her name either. Hey, water boy, yeah. <laughs> you're fired! <laughs> <laughs> She's great, too. You should look her up. Uh, she was also in American History X and a bunch of, uh, The Craft. She was awesome in The Craft. Uh, but the ability that he... There was a very animal farm feel to this. Yeah. Where the the, the hyenas, seer, they the had hyenas the, well, they had really, the seer. Remember, he was a yep. blind seer. Yeah, for that Ruse was Perlman, I think, right? No, Perlman no, was Perlman a cheetah. was a cheetah. That's he right. was the head alpha cheetah uh, that ripped his. Oh yeah, he ripped. They it out, ripped man. the thing out. Yeah. And he he was the one with the machine gun at the end. Yeah. It was like so they they realized around. basically it was a very similar to it was it was like they took Island Doctor Rowe and mixed it with Animal Farm because they did have that class system, and the uh, the hyenas weren't going to take it anymore and the cheetahs were uh, not going to take it. But yeah, once one person found that chip, well, they banned and, meat, and then they remember they found the rabbit yep. slaughtered. That's that what it was, and that's what he was punishing them. The... And Marlon Brando didn't want to be in the sun, so he had like this white makeup on at all yeah. times and the carried around umbrellas with a, that little guy that was with him. And uh, I love when they broke into his house at night, and he was very calm. Remember how calm yeah, uh, right Marlon Brando was killed? in this? But <laughs> he had a button on the end of his cane or something that but he would they push, had disabled it and right. it would like uh, they had taken the well. Chips that out. was the chips that controlled the chips in him. So he he thought he was going to go to his desk and hit that button, and they were going to uh, do it. But man, they just tore him to shreds. I just learned that one of my favorite random actors is in this really? movie. Really? Yeah, uh, must have been a creature if you didn't realize it was in it. It was Low Mal or Low May, uh, Mark Dacascus. Definitely oh, yeah, yeah, creature. yeah. The guy from uh, The Iron Chef. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> also, Chef. John Wick 3 and, yeah. and Only the I had Strong. no idea he was in this. Who did he play? What did it say? Uh, yeah, it says Lo Mai. Lo, Lo Mai. Lo Mai, huh? Yeah. Have I'll have to rewatch his... it. He's he's great, though. I mean, 90% of the people... Uh, Val Kilmer was great in this Val movie. Kilmer was great. We didn't even mention oh, Val yeah, Kilmer, dude. man. He was like... He was like... He was on drugs half the movie. Most of the movie. Yeah. And like that whole scene at the end, he's all fucked up when all the chaos And he's kind of dressed in Marlon Brando's outfit, yeah. doing a Marlon mm-hmm. Brando impression. Yeah. A really good one, too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, but David I, Thewlis, they, I bet those two didn't get along in the set. Yeah. I can uh, see that. Probably not. I mean, they both have very high kind of crazy, uh, alpha, crazy personalities. alpha personalities. Yeah. I, I love Thulis in this. It was the first time I ever saw him in a movie before Dragonheart, he before Big Lebowski. Uh, he, he was played that great scene. This in was the best Lebowski. movie he ever did, right? Uh, Fargo, man. Fargo season three, he was so amazing in it. I don't know if you saw Fargo season three, but he was amazing three. in it. Uh, I always loved David Thulis. And I love the opening with him when he's on, the, you see that above shot when yeah. he's he's stranded on like a, uh, a a, like a raft, a rescue raft. Uh, a rescue raft, and they're showing him like fighting with the other guy yeah. on the raft, and he kills him. And so the, then it's just him, and then he ends up floating to the islands. How he gets there, and uh, then I know he gets picked up by uh, it's Val Kilmer. That's Val right. Kilmer. He picks him up and he brings him because he's doing like runs and everything. But I love it's always done, and it's done in a lot of these movies, and it's just a great way of having that outsider come into a situation, and the audience has to learn things when mm-hmm. he learns things. It's it's really because yeah. you great. thought. You a lot of people shit on You this didn't movie, know man. that the the girl with the crazy eyes was a Yeah, we figure her name out. What was I that? said it, but y'all Oh, it's all right. Yeah. yeah. Y'all went all over. Now I got to go back. Uh, it's uh Fariza Bach. Fariza Bach, yeah. yeah. But awesome. she we thought she was a human. Yeah. 
the whole movie. Her eyes work well into this because she has yeah. weird eyes yeah. in yeah. real life. So it, it, it She was well. awesome in the craft. Oh, so good in the craft. Yeah. yeah. I loved her in everything. But she ended up being like they needed their drugs yeah. to stay advanced. I right. thought this movie like was going all to devolving be huge and everyone was going to love it and nope. a lot of people hated it. Yeah. People shit on this movie a lot. I don't know why. I loved it. I'm, oh. I'll watch it tomorrow. I'm going to watch it right now. <laughs> Fucking I'm not going to do either. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> all, right. all right. Let's go to cult leaders, man. Oh, this one's one of my favorites here, man. Christopher Lee. Uh, the great Christopher Lee. We've been watching the movies forever, playing Dracula and every like horror character in the heart, in the Hammer films and obviously later in the Star Wars films and Lord of the Rings, and he's just famous for everything. Uh, this was 1973's The Wicker Man, the yeah. worst... Which <laughs> was a result of a worst remake ever made, which was we'll try worst? not to talk. It really was. It was I horrible. I didn't hate it. I didn't you, hate it. You should watch the original. Then I've well, only I've seen, seen the, the original. They shit on it. I've only ever they seen the remake, and I thought it was decent. Well, if you like the the remake, if you like the remake, you'll love the original. Because the original, the original. I've seen the end scene. I've seen the clip from the end yeah. scene of the original. The the original was creepy because of the tone, because of the character actors that yeah. were filled in this movie. They were strange. So what happened is. Someone had uh, word had gotten out that there was a missing child on this re- the almost deserted island in like off the uh, off of Scotland or something like that, and this very Christian kind of cop showed up and he realized shortly when he got there that this he island left is the hell yeah, <laughs> off this island filled with pagan shit and he, yeah. then like that are against and, God like, very and, seductive. <clears throat> Like his daughter. It's a very sexual thing that yeah, that girl from the Bond movies yeah. was in it. She was really great. A lot of nudity in the movie. A lot of weird stuff. You know what? I like and, that about yeah, this. Movie. I appreciate <laughs> I appreciated that about this. And so he got there, and you got to see him experience the different townspeople, and he's interviewing them, and he's not getting things, and he you could tell that, like uh, Justin said, it is very midsummer in the way of the they know to something get the that he doesn't know, and they're all in on it, and right. he's not. Yeah. I, I assume in 1973 when this came out, you didn't see where it was going. If you watch Mm-mm. it now you can kind of get the idea of that course. oh this guy is obviously and spoiler alert they basically have brought this guy here to be a sacrifice mm-hmm. uh and, and everyone in town's Shitty in on it too, but man. they just yeah. it, it's a uh, it's a horrible yeah. a horrible way to I mean, go unless you that, can that i think i i think i jump quick i think yeah. I well, jump. let's talk about it okay. we might as well we'll spoil this one spoil the shit uh, out of it <laughs> <laughs> i mean nick cage is already ruined so they basically, they're kind of curbing him to do what they want to do. They're, they're, they're allowing him to hear certain things so they right. can get him to be part of this whole parade and get all the way to this thing. And he thinks he's going to figure this whole thing out. And at the end, he turns the corner, basically, and he sees this massive wicker like man. Burning man. Like, yeah. like a burning man. And it. Each the arms and the hands. I mean, it's got to be like a hundred, hundred and fifty feet animals tall. Too, right? goats yeah, there's and animals and goats and that are in it. It's yeah. all filled with it. And all there sacrifice. are rumors that that some animals may not have lived through the production. That's yeah. the rumor. I so did I, hear that. That was the I don't 70s, wanna, though. Yeah, I don't want to like uh, spread. The I mean, you true get or away not, with that before 1980, the Incredible yeah. Journey. You may want to read the credits, and if it's if it if it doesn't <laughs> say animals for not, I don't know. They all made it. I swear. So I don't know if it happened or not, but. Uh, Christopher Lee was great as the the cult <laughs> no leader bad just news ran this whole thing during the making. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, they end up putting him in the Wicker Man, and a lot of what was disturbing was just the screams. You know, he's just screaming, and they're laughing and singing and well, and bouncing around and super happy. Like they've done this. You get the I idea mean, that they've done this. Like hundreds you of times. said it already, but the uh, Midsummer. 
uh, yeah, Midsummer took it was like Wicker Man on crack. It was very the same tone was there though. The the tone was there. Like that they that you knew something was wrong. They needed this sacrifice. Yeah, it was. It was. They were completely separated. They they thought that this guy they appreciated him being there and being part of this. But here's a lighthearted fact for you. Oh boy, (laughs) a scared goat pissed on Edward Woodward's head. Yep. The director insists that no animals were harmed in the making, but apparently a goat inside the wicker man at the end was scared because it did wee on Woodward's head. Uh, (laughs) He was great, too, in this role. He's been in a lot of stuff. I think the story's been... (laughs) He was the old guy in... um, In uh, what was the... uh, Not... uh, No, Hot Fuzz. Remember the old guy that was head of the cult in Hot oh, Buzz? Yeah, at the yeah, end? Yeah, yeah, That yeah. was this guy. Oh, then. wow. This guy was super thin in Wicker Man, but when he got older, plumped up very what? nicely. And he was in Hot Fuzz, a really great uh, role in that. Yeah, I love <laughs> him in Fuzz. that. Hot Fuzz. Christopher Lee, man. You ever want to see the most bullets ever being <laughs> shot in a movie? <laughs> it, it was Hot Fuzz. Yeah. <laughs> All right, we're going to go back to serial killers, and I'm very nice. thrilled to, uh, to talk about a Lars von Trier movie, which I I've, I've said in the past... That I will Someone not... scared me about this movie. I won't say who at the table did. Uh, it's it not what me. I can tell you right now. <laughs> I'll tell you it was Justin. <laughs> I can tell you that what I heard about it is untrue. Is it un- okay. It, it's very different than what I thought it was going to be. Interesting. Uh, I, but it, still being a <laughs> Do large you want to know what he told movie. me it was going to be? Yeah, no, I do. no, I don't because it's, okay. it's, it's similar. Because it's the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Liar. <laughs> I could see where they were. Yeah. Where, where people were talking about it. He's but... just trying to get me to watch the movie. <laughs> no, I'll reveal. <laughs> like, ha, ha. I'll reveal some of the stuff. I told you Dan and Pearl lived and you had to watch it. Oh, that's fucked up. <laughs> Let's not go that dark. We're already talking about Lars von Trier here. Now, I've said it before on the pods that I, I usually will not recommend Lars von Trier yeah. movies. I mean, to but people. he did Dance in the Dark. That's pretty. That's still what a movie. Are some that, other is, uh, Annie Christ. Annie Christ. That's the one that you just Dance in the Dark was depressing as fuck, man. You explained Annie Christ to me, and yeah. I already know I will probably There's never watch a movie by him. There's certain levels of Lars von Trier. There's Dance in the Dark and Breaking the Waves, which are which it's are really low key. Dogville is like that. Pardon my Melan- plague dog. Melancholia, very I'd depressing, but it's still tall. But uh, and then I would put the house that Jack built, which is what we're about to talk about. 2018, Matt Dillon. Uh, Who Matt Dillon? He pound is. for pound, one of my favorite. This actors. was the best thing I've ever seen him do. Yeah, I have you to will watch it better than something about Mary. Love it, dude. You'll love it. I have to watch it because he's literally one of my. This favorites. is the best movie I've ever seen done on serial killers. Ever. Do it for Johnny. It, it's wow. unbelievable. Do it, it for Johnny. But it is dark. It is dark. But it, at points, it's comedic it's it's a very interesting uh, movie and we're basically seeing the life he's he's being interviewed at the beginning of the movie and we don't know who he's interviewing him and, and you could tell that the interviewee sounds like he's a, like an old priest who's whoever is interviewing him and uh, you, you don't get to you don't get to see yeah. who's interviewing you do at the end and it's kind of a spoiled thing and i'll keep that kind of hidden but uh he says i'm gonna talk to you about five incidents i'm gonna look it up he says i'm going to talk to you about five incidences and they go into and they even have title card incident number one and he talks about five different serial killing murders he does and each of them are unbelievably fascinating fascinating as hell really well done and you could see his progression something he did uh yeah but we're seeing him do it uh so the first one is he just uh, you could tell he's a serial killer and uh, he's flawed at first, and he starts getting used to it. By the end, you get the impression that he's killed hundreds of people, and he's keeping them all in like this freezer in a, in one side of town. So he's killing people. He's bringing them there. Oh wow! And at the very beginning, though, he is so OCD that he breaks into this woman's house, and it's the woman from uh, Men in Black that said uh, 
that was with uh, Vincent D'Onofrio. Yeah. The bones are hanging off. Your skin's hanging off your bones. <laughs> yeah. That was her. And uh, he, he talks her in. He says, I'm an insurance salesman. He says, if I could come in, I'll talk to you back and double your monthly, uh, your uh, your income and everything. And she's like, well, if you can double my money, why don't you come in? And then he immediately just grabs her in the throat and just chokes her to death Ugh. on the floor. Those are hard scenes to watch, too. And then when she's people choked to death on the floor, he takes a... Uh, no, people choking people. Yeah. It's an easy effect, though, obviously, too, in a movie. Uh, so I, that actually might be an incident, too, but I'll jump back to the first one after this. And I will tell you a whole thing because I want you to experience this for yourself, too. But he stabs her in the chest, and blood sprays out of her and everything, and he, he, he cleans up. He's, he's unbelievably OCD, so he cleans up, and he goes in his car, and he's sitting in the van, and as he's sitting in the van, he sees a flash of his hand lifting up a painting and blood being behind it. So he goes back in the house. And he lifts it up, and there's no blood there, but he cleans it anyways. He huh. gets back in his van, and he thinks, and he, thinks he thinks blood is underneath the chair. So he goes back, and he must do it six times. Oh, wow. And he cleans in the house. And then eventually a cop shows up, and he, he's uh, and he's uncomfortable with this it. This is where and he got caught? No, th- he doesn't get caught until like very further uh, on. Uh, so I'll leave that and what that we incident is. We were having is. a lover spat. Officer. There's another one when he picks Uma Thurman up on the side of the road. Uma Thurman's broke down on the side of the road, and there's a horrible sequence that happens there. One of the more memorable ones where he, uh, because the interview was talking about, he says, you never had love in your life, huh? And he says, well, I met this one woman once, and uh, he talks about, he brings this woman and her two kids to a gun range. And he's teaching the kid how to shoot the guns and everything. And, man, there's so much great stuff in this movie. I, I, I cannot tell you. <laughs> I haven't heard. It's very, I've heard uh, it's the very psychological. Yeah. <laughs> it's very psychological, and there's a lot of uh, metaphors in the movie. And there's one moment where he's talking about how his him being a serial killer works, and he's describing it as this... Uh, this street that's lit by streetlights. And he says, if you're walking between the streetlights, at some point your shadow is in front of you, at some point it's in, on top of you, and at some point it's in, I'm behind you. And he says, that's how my urge feels. At some point I'm walking and my shadow is my urge. And not until it, until I get underneath that light do I feel like I have to kill somebody. But then after it does it, it slowly fades and it comes to be something behind him until uh, that's kind of chasing him, and it, it, they show this in like a cartoon. And yeah. It's very, very interesting. No, how that's kind of creepy because that's how I feel sometimes. But <laughs> <Well, laughs> uh, to what? Go fishing. Things. <laughs> <laughs> so he he ends up. Uh, <laughs> I, I, he does some horrible shit to, the, to, to these kids, man. It's, Paul, it's really did, bad. Paul, to, this is going off track, but Paul told me the other day, he's like, "Damn, I think we're going to get 23 and Me done. I was like, well, you better give Matt the heads up. <laughs> <laughs> Just case our younger something. brother. <laughs> yeah. Case is dark passenger in his life we don't know about. Uh, <laughs> so, so we following Matt uh, Dylan through this whole thing, and he's getting better at it, and he's getting better at it, but he's losing his mind. And, and there's some fantastical shit that happens towards the end and everything. But there's there's a point where he's he's with the bodies in the freezer, and he's he's taking wire hangers, and he's making these things so he can make. He says, I, I hate that these things can't smile at me. So oh, he's God. making smiles to put on the decomposing bodies and everything. And it's disturbing as shit. But there's, there's also something funny about it. And 
uh, one of the uh, most interesting <laughs> right. parts that uh, I did not imagine uh, that was going to happen in the movie, because Matt Nidolin's narrating this whole thing, basically. And he's talking about, he's like, I think it's because we get, in so cl- uh, we get so used to the fictional deaths that we get to kind of get used to the actual deaths. And when he talks about the fictional death, they start showing scenes from Lars Ren- all Lars von Trier's movies. Oh, and really? they're showing the fucked up things like with Willem Dafoe from Antichrist and from the thing from Dogville. And they're showing the melancholy when the asteroid hits. God's crying. And I'm like, he's showing speak- all his own movies. Wow. And I was like, good, this though. is just nice. strange. You know what's good about that? No royalties. Yeah. <laughs> There's a great scene where the cops almost get him and he stashes a body, like, in the woods, real close to his vehicle. The cop says, wait out here. I'm going to go inside. I want to investigate this. He doesn't think he has enough time to get the body back in the car. So when the cop goes in there, he ties the dead the, the leg of the uh, body onto uh, to a rope and attaches the other end to his car, and he just takes off, and he drags the body. Because he wants blood, to still keep it? Yeah, blood spray and all, just to get it out of there. And he's driving down the street, and he's like, well, they're going to follow me. I'm obviously going to get caught, and the biggest rain you ever uh, saw starts coming down and washes all the blood away, and he gets yes. away with it, man. As it appropriately uh, starts to rain outside right now. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm telling you, I went in this being like almost scared Skeptical. to watch it because I heard people a hundred people walked out of the premiere and apparently uh, like 10 or 12 got sick and but threw up in the theater oh wow. Wow. movie you can't go to that movie well and and that's then... what he said he, he said only a hundred people walked out he's like I'm surprised that's all that walked wow. out yeah. so he knows it's gonna happen see yeah. I made this movie I did a I built a spreadsheet but I told can me tell you people <laughs> when, I'm, when I'm watching this movie it wasn't as bad as that yeah. when I'm watching the movie I was like we could have made this movie I, really? I was like it this seems like a movie we made like with Cheek standing over the body and, the way, and stabbing it the way that you're describing it although extremely fucked up it almost sounds like it's an extremely dark comedy. The, the comedy is very minor. It's like 10%. Hope you break. It, it's, yep. it's a lot. Yeah, yeah. It's That's a lot I'm more. I'm asking for cl- clarification. It, it is pretty horrific, but it is. <laughs> when, you, when you're watching it. <laughs> you're so up base. Pretty <laughs> when you're watching it, you certainly are saying, well, this is the, one of the best serial killer movies I've ever seen. Probably accurate. There was some scenes that were very Daniel Ryder, and they even showed images of Daniel Ryder. Or is that his name, Ryder? The, uh, uh, Dennis Ryder. Dennis Ryder. Uh, the... BTK. BTK. They actually show his picture, and they're showing real that images from different stuff. That movie's gonna be fucked up. Uh, well, he did that, same. He, like, he put a yet, pillow under this girl's head, just similar to uh, to, uh, yeah. to Raider. Oh man! And uh, killing somebody with empathy at the same time. Oh, is, is, I've heard is, some oh. of those interviews. Yeah. And there's the, like the the scene with Uma Thurman, where you could tell that Matt Dillon wasn't really planning on killing anyone that day, but she pushed his buttons. Man, she was a complete bitch, yeah. oh. and he just he felt the need to to ha- he had to do it. Are we parked over here, Lewis? Yeah, yeah. Are we parked <laughs> over here, Lewis? Where's the car, Lewis? <laughs> Lewis. Yeah, so I, I would actually, if, if you're into serial killer movies and horror movies, I would check this out. It's I a am. very hard movie to find. I actually had to pay 20 bucks to even get wow. it on eBay. Because that's like, I know a dude. That's, that's a fucking it. statement. So yeah, it's, it's a hard movie to find. This guy is like eBay king of yeah. finding the most random movies yeah, usually for $1.50. Yeah, I don't pay 50. over 10 bucks. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, so, but I was like, that movie is absolutely fantastic. Quick and side note, what two movies did you get in the mail this week, Paul. Oh, I did get... Yeah, Neither random. of them were Halloween-centered. doesn't yeah. matter. They're great They're comedy, movies. 80s comedies. One of them probably no one's heard about uh, or like a very minor amount. That's Moving Violations. Very <laughs> minor film. Oh, my gosh. It's one of my uh, favorites. It is the one when they crank that girl up on the lift. Yeah. Naked yeah. Girl up yeah, yeah. Drink about a quart of oil, <laughs> take it out on the interstate, and just run it full <laughs> out for 10 to 12 miles. I'll tell you how <laughs> random that was. It was... 
It was. It starred Bill Murray's third famous brother, yeah. and Stacy Keach's brother. Oh. <laughs> That's who the two stars of the movie hey, were. Favorite favorite line in that whole thing is when he gets pulled over and he's got the fertilizer, yeah. and and the female cop goes and she picks up a little fingerful and tastes it and goes, "What is this?" And he goes, "Fertilizer." And she goes, "Shit." Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and no, the other, other movie was uh, the Disorderlies with the fat oh. boys. Fat boys. Great movie, man. <laughs> he's he's a closet beatboxer. <laughs> I'm telling you, he can hit the. <laughs> 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 All right, we're gonna jump to another fun movie, and we're gonna talk again about Christopher Lee. I am assuming. Yes, he got a double. Chris- Christopher Lee is so good. We're gonna wow. put him in again. Somebody fucking Twitter this guy. And this is the great 1990s. Gremlins 2. Oh, such a fucking fantastic it's in the movie. movie. It's in the movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you have not, and I, I, I'll probably post this on our Facebook page. I'm going to share the video yeah. from the Key and Peele episode oh, when they talk oh about God. Gremlins 2. It is so absolutely, you really need to know what's going on Gremlins 2 to fully enjoy it because they're basically talking about the entire movie. What about if one of them turns into and lightning? Through, yeah, and he goes through the <laughs> he telephone. He says, you're crazy, you're a wild man, I love it, it's in the movie. <laughs> <laughs> what if one of them is covered with vegetables? It's <laughs> so great, man. I'll, I'll definitely post it on Saturday when I, post, when I tweet it, when Those I Facebook about the episode. Geniuses. Oh, yeah, dude, absolutely. So Gremlins 2, obviously, it was completely different than the first one. It Did it, anybody come the, back from the first one? Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, Billy, uh, Billy and his Billy girlfriend. And Dick Miller. Dick and, Miller yeah, and, the wife. and his yeah. wife, yeah. yeah. They all and, came back. And Gizmo. <laughs> yeah. Howie yeah. Mandel. Obviously. <laughs> the great Howie Mandel. <laughs> So we got a downpour happening right now, so hopefully you can hear this. Put a little scary overtone on the undertone. I I guess, yeah, I guess it really, it makes sense, because that's Bobby's voice, Yeah, it's Bobby. It's very Bobby's world. That's so great, man. Bobby. Yeah. Hi, my name is Bobby. (laughs) (laughs) It's Howie Mandel does the voice, right? Yeah, I do. A lot of people forget that. I I used to love watching Howie Mandel's stand-up back in the day. When he blew the thing over his head. Oh, my gosh. Well, no, just for... Bobby. Yeah, the Bobby. He would like, do that, too. Uh, oh, I, I love the cartoon, yeah. Bobby's World, just because I knew Howie Mandel's stand-up. Then stand I found yeah. Doug Stanhope, and... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's all and, changed. Yeah, and it's like, okay, yeah. Uh, it's like... Is he the one that does like F is for Family? It's comedy now that I listen to Doug Stanhope and, and Joey Diaz and stuff. Oh, is yeah. he the one that does F is for Family? I don't even I know. No On Netflix? He I'm was the to- man show guy for... After those dudes left. I'm going to have to look up the comedian for F is for Family. They're all in the same group, those comedians. Burt Kreisner. He's like, I'm like fetish comedy. I'm like fetish comedy. And I'm like the kind of porn where the girl's 13 and they kill her at the end. Bill Burr. (laughs) Bill Burr, yeah, yeah. Yeah. He was the one that did the Saturday Night Live. You should watch F is for Family. You'll love it. I've never seen that. Oh, yeah, I know what that is. It's the animated one. Yeah, oh, my God. It's so funny. Oh, it's so funny. I like Bill Burr. He's great. I found the drip in the roof, by the way. Oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> is it running right down there? my back? Like, yeah. <laughs> well, let's go back to Gremlins 2. You're trying to make me go right. track here. It's in the movie. It's in the movie. <laughs> <laughs> so it's, it almost all takes place at that uh, clamp kind of building. Yeah. And it's run by uh, John Glover, and he's amazing. And John Glover from uh, from Payback, and he's been in a lot of I love movies. that their flashlights John Glover, are the clamp building. Is he the one building. that's like, that would be illegal. Uh, no, John Glover's the one that works with uh, um, uh, William Devane. Oh, he he's alligator the... bags. No. Nope. I got you. <laughs> Show I John Glover you. to him. Keep Hold going. On. Keep going. Yeah. He's the one that runs. Yeah, yeah, you'd recognize That's him. That's just mean. Yeah. 
John. Oh yeah, yeah. He's great. He's the one that he runs this whole uh, yeah, yeah. building in Gremlins too. He looks like a gremlin. So I love how into it he gets by the end. Oh yeah, he's yeah. really excited yeah. about it. Uh, <laughs> so we've got Christopher Lee works in the science lab basically, and he's got those two twins from T uh, two. Yes, that work with him. Yes, and it, it, this was a lot more fun. The original had a very horror kind of tone with it at yeah, times. I mean, definitely. it wasn't always kind of a fun. Comedy. No, this was this was a. PG thirteen. Yeah, yeah. This like, was a strong this was, PG thirteen. The audience was like yeah. ten to sixteen. That first one, if you went, you might have a crying kid in no, it. First, uh, it, first nightmare <laughs> I ever had yeah. was the about end gremlins. Of the movie, yeah. the first one was scary. It was yeah. scary, man. No, like I said, I, in the fountain, he started melting. You probably won't see any crying kids watching Gremlins two, but you certainly would with the first, first nightmare I ever had. I couldn't tell you how old I was, but I remember it to this day. Ah. I was sleeping on a pallet, right, mm-hmm. and I woke like up. Like, That's how small I was. A pallet, you know, just sleeping a, just, on a pallet. Just and then you had a nightmare. So the nightmare, the nightmare was you me sleeping, sleeping on, on a pallet. No, no, no. I had to get some. I, I was sleeping on a pallet. I woke up. I turned to my right, and a gremlin popped up from oh. the right side of my pillow. I covered wow. myself with a blanket, and then I woke up. Wow. Yeah, Jaws. Yeah. I had my first nightmare after watching Jaws. Oh. Freddy Krueger. After Dave Ooh, told me about the movie, I hadn't even seen it. I was. I, I, you, had just, dream, I, you had a I had dream about my you, description of you it. You told me about the whole movie from beginning to end. That's right. <laughs> I remember On the you. Phone, sh- right? No, you were shaving. You, you were. We were in Park Street. You were shaving, and I was sitting on the toilet, uh, just sitting there. <laughs> and you were telling me everything about it, and I eventually, I, you were. T- then the girl stood up, and uh, the bag oh, got slid across man. the floor, and he had big arms, and I was like, "I'm fucked." From the first time, <laughs> from nice. the first time I ever saw a Nightmare on Elm Street, nice. it was a comedy to yeah. me. Oh, really? No, yeah. not to me. <laughs> no, not to me when I first saw it. So the, the sixth movie on our serial killer pod <laughs> is my story. <laughs> Dave get killed. Gremlins in the pod. 2. <laughs> it's in the movie. Gremlins 2. It's, it's in, the in the movie. So Christopher Lee plays a. Uh, so Gizmo ends up getting back to uh, uh, Billy, and he ends up obviously getting wet, and uh, they had like a multiplicity you thing happen. Shouldn't do it. Yeah. You oh. know, when you make a copy of a copy, it's like, <laughs> slightly more. He's touched by Pepe Steve. <laughs> we'll just say that I'm from Massachusetts, so we we still use the word retarded, but you can't use it. <laughs> so yeah, you have. Let's just name some of these gremlins off, uh, because that's what they do in the Key and Peel thing, anyways. So <laughs> the electricity we, gremlin, the electricity gremlin, the the googly eyed gremlin, the bat gremlin, the bat gremlin. That was the greatest the, one that put on the sunscreen. Remember? Yeah, yeah, man. And then he ended up getting uh, in the cement. And yeah. He ended up like freezing. Which is why they could now, make was a the gremlins preview three. Of the gremlins in the theater, like fucking around. Was that Hulk Hogan? Well, yeah. the original, they, 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 they were in the theater during the Snow White, but then in this one. And remember, they, that they was the scene, it. they changed it. In, in the movie, in, in the middle of the movie, during Christopher Lee's scene, the film kind of degrades and stops. Yeah. And then the screen has goes that black. that meltout. Yeah. And then Paul Bartel, who is the uh, Roger Corman guy who uh, directed uh, Eating Raw Wool, and he was yeah. the guy from uh, Usual Suspects yep. that uh, showed up the, at the, the airport. Diamonds. The Diamond guy. Yeah. So he played, so what happened is the, <laughs> it's so weird to talk about. <laughs> the film degrades. It's in the movie. And, it's in the movie. And all of a sudden, you Literally. feel like you're in the theater watching it. So you see, uh, you see Paul Bartel uh, talking to a couple of the customers, saying Gremlins are in the uh, in the booth and they're destroying the film. Like Gremlins are in the booth. He says, "I'll take care of this." And he goes into the theater and where Hulk Hogan is sitting in his seat. And he says, "Mr. Hogan, we have we have Gremlins. Gremlins? There's Gremlins here. In here? In here?" <laughs> and, and he screams at the Gremlins and he says, "Get." this movie started then the movie just starts back up with the first release scene well when it came out on video people were like well that's not going to make any sense because obviously these people watching this movie they're not going to be in a theater so they redid 
did a, they redid that scene. Did they really? Yep. To them, uh, the gremlins fighting in the old west, and I John Wayne that. talking to the screen, and John Wayne saying, "All right, gremlins, you got to get out of here." Really, I don't people, recall that. Yeah, at all. you have to pull up the clip from it because I'm. I know the DVD still has the Hogan one. On all it. I remember is Hogan. Yep. There's one. There's a version of it with John Wayne, and they're fighting in the old west wow. and the TV. Breaks. That's actually disappointing. I mean, it's Not clever. Really. I, I mean, mean, it's clever. It's clever. Yeah, both. Because you would think about, yeah, it would make any sense to me. I mean, people. obviously, if I want to watch the movie, I want to watch the Hogan one because that's the one I remember all the time, and it was a funny ass scene. Did I ever tell you about the time I saw Hulk Hogan? No. So, like, in I mean, he's in Florida. No, so no, real, a, real, yeah. actual Hulk Hogan story, which I am a real American. <laughs> you know, like I grew up on Hulk Hogan. Oh yeah. I went down to Tampa to visit a friend of mine when I was about fifteen years old. And this was the first year that the Dodge Viper had come oh, out. Oh, nice. And I hadn't seen one before. And my friend and I, who he was a Florida Gator football player at the time, or just graduated, um, and I went down to spend the weekend with him, and we pull up to this red light. And as we pull up to this red light, there's a red Dodge Viper. Oh, nice. Oh, okay. There, there's a red Dodge Viper there. And... I, I, you know, I was just impressed by the car. Until you saw a driver. Was the, was the, the license plate brother? No. <laughs> oh, I, I can tell you what the license okay, plate was sweet. in just a second. So as we pull up to the red light, my friend turns to the left and turns to me and goes, that's Hulk Hogan right there. And I look over and my buddy goes, Hulk Hogan. And he just throws up his right arm yeah. at the red light, flexes his throws muscle. The pythons. Flexes <laughs> his muscle, runs the red light. Really? Right. And then I see the license plate that says 28 guns. Yeah. <laughs> and it was Hulk Hogan. 28-inch python, Yeah, man. oh my gosh, dude. Till the day That's I die. That's his favorite thing to do, I imagine. Till the day I die. And I bet a cop in Tampa wouldn't fucking would pull, never him pull him over. Oh, no, no, no. As long as he doesn't run the school yeah. bus full of children <laughs> yeah. over. I get no. screwed for running a yellow light. No. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> you know, hey, hey, don't talk don't about it. Don't come back guns. Yeah. So yeah, so uh, the brainy gremlin, the one voiced by Tony Randall. Yeah, <laughs> love him. So funny, man. I think that you what we're the... really trying to do is yeah. just communicate with people. <laughs> it's a good impression. Uh, so what other ones we got? I love the scene where they because they're uh, it's like a TV studio at this building too. Yeah, you got to speak a little doing the cooking show. We're uh, experiencing some heavy rain. Yeah, yeah. getting don't heavier. Get the, as don't we get speak. the mogwai wet. Yeah. Oh shit! Oh, <laughs> I just got dripped on. Some I'm sorry, we only got one more movie about that. noodle this. casserole. <laughs> Microwaving with Marge? Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh when she gosh, lifts the thing dude. and the googly eye guy comes <laughs> yeah. up. And, man, I love it, man. I love number two. It's just so much fun. It really is. And it, it was great that they got Christopher Lee to do it because, I mean, he, he he's up for anything. People think he's this very stuffy, strict, stuffy guy. But he's, you, he's the Hammer Films guy, man. He no, made, man. like, 30, like, horror, like... Hammer films were the universal horror movies, but in Britain. And so he was in, like, him and Peter Cushing were in, like, 20 of them together. And they just took, uh, switched roles. Well, you just play the good guy, week, and I'll play the, the bad way. guy. <laughs> <laughs> so, no. Well, and I just got to mention the, the Gizmo and Rambo reference. Oh, yeah, man. Where he folds the paper clip yep, and he's got with the, the rubber the, bands. The match, uh, Rambo! <laughs> <laughs> it was goofy as shit. It was funny. Though, I love man. that I movie. I loved it. It's great. Phoebe Cates, she was great in it. I haven't seen Phoebe Gates forever. I don't know what the hell she's doing, but I'm sure she's... She reminds me of Winnie from The Wonder Years. Oh, absolutely. She's very Winnie Cooper. Yeah. yeah, yeah. She's still married to uh, Kevin Klein. I would almost say Winnie Cooper is very Phoebe Cates. Ooh. Yeah, you could could do that. We're going to have to throw down uh, with this argument after the pod. She was in uh, Big Bang Theory. I've only seen one of them. fantastic. Winnie Cooper's on TikTok. I've only seen one of them naked. She's amazing. She looks fantastic I'm on Team Phoebe, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) 
they're selling the uh, uh, Fast Times at Ridgemont High House. And uh, does no it come shit. with that? And also, it says, I want to buy this. And when you push the uh, the doorbell, you would hear the car is moving in yeah. stereo. So yeah. <laughs> That's what I do, too. All right, last one. Cult leaders, man. One of the creepiest kids ever to grace the screen. He hasn't done a whole hell of a lot of movies, but nope. if you've watched this movie, he's branded in your yep. uh, mind. And if you want to be a creepy too, cult leader, Malachi. you know what yeah. you get? If you're a creepy cult leader, get some, get a ginger to be your side. This isn't him, though. That's no, no, this guy. is, no, yeah. That's, this is uh, the, that's the kid from the Burbs. This no, is John I said, Franklin. I know. I said get one, get a ginger to be your sidekick. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah <okay. laughs> so we're talking about Children of the Corn, 1984s. John uh, Franklin, who played Isaac. Uh, Malachi's the the redheaded kid oh, yeah. who was in uh, uh, Can't Buy Me Love and yeah. uh, The Burbs. The Burbs. What was his name? I, I can't. I keep forgetting his name. Uh, in The Burbs? No, his real name. Uh, Courtney Gaines is his name. He's, Sutter Dean? He's still, uh, <laughs> he's still out doing stuff, man. He's great. Sure. Uh, Courtney Gaines is awesome. But, yeah, we're going to talk about John Malachi. Franklin here because John Franklin was creepy as hell, man. He played Isaac, man. And, yeah, like Justin said, when he gets sucked into the corn oh. at the end and comes back, gets gets spit back out by the demon oh, my to gosh. come after Malachi, man, it, it scared, this movie scared the piss but out of me. I, he I, was, I mean, these kids were good actors. Oh, yeah. These now, kids were on point. He seemed very mature in this role for his age. That's what I'm saying. I, yeah. Yeah, what I'm I, saying. Don't, I don't mean to be offensive at all. Was he a little person? No, dwarf, no I think person? he was just like a, a, a very was, mature 15-year-old. Okay. Yeah. Or maybe even younger. He could have been like 13 years Because old. He was 13. his voice and the yeah. way that he projected and the gravel yeah. and the seriousness and the, the, the outlandishness of it, like, Speaking of outlandish, Outlander, Outlander. Outlander. <laughs> well, now we're talking like it, it makes me Is think that like uh, South. Of the... It could only be one. <laughs> no, it makes me think of South Park. Remember the yeah, South Park episode? Yeah, Cartman. <laughs> that was one of the best South Park episodes. Yeah. The one where they're all, well, they kill the, all the parents. The parents yeah, get banished. There's like four different yeah. groups of people, and it's like I mean, it was a straight up kind of yeah. remake of Children of the Corn. Yeah, so that's yeah, what's yeah. happening in this. You have a very young. Oh, the couple Linda shows up. Where are your parents? Was Linda? Linda Hamilton. Super young. Until right now, I never realized. Yep. That was her and uh, uh, Horton, the guy. You from, learned like, something uh, on a podcast. Yeah, yeah, see, that's why people should listen. <laughs> so we've got uh, uh, Linda <laughs> Hamilton and uh, I think the guy from Thirty Something. I can't remember his name, but he was a TV actor. Uh, great uh, Timothy Hutton. Timothy, Timothy Horton, Horton, I think. Horton, yeah. The well, not Busfield. For some reason, in my for some reason, no, in that's my head. the other guy. That's the the redheaded kid from uh, Revenge of the Nerds. Not him. <laughs> it's Peter. Peter Horton. I'm the man. I think it's I'm the mic. They call not, Lamar. Not Timothy Busfield. <laughs> that's who that is. <laughs> Point Dexter. Uh, God is angry right now. So they basically <laughs> go through town and uh, they break down in town and they realize and we see at the beginning. Do you remember the scene at the beginning when they're at the 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 deli and that's where a whole bunch of the uh, uh, you see. John Franklin standing outside the window and just watching as all the kids just slaughter the parents in the uh, in the restaurant. And you thought it was like isolated to them killing in the restaurant. You didn't realize until later on that these kids killed Did all it, the parents. All of them. All the parents. And yeah. uh, man, it was just kids was creep me out. Anyways, so. Did you ever see like any of the subsequent like I dude I've seen like I own two and three but I haven't seen them in four. Oh, they did multiple. Have you seen four? No, I haven't seen four. Where they where they go to like New York? No. <laughs> where oh. they, was it good, dude. It's I'm the very 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 end is good. Yeah. Like I he, think if you if you watch Jason Takes Manhattan and you pair that up, it's right I there. Think they sink. Together. It's right there. <laughs> 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 he who walks behind the corn <laughs> makes like. It goes well in, in number four. You two have smoked yourself. 
It's in the movie. It's in the movie. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it was it was super fun, man. That ending is just creepy. The voice that they they superimposed over John Franklin's voice when he screams, there, yeah. he's come for you too, Malachi." Oh. And the the look on Courtney Gaines' face when he sees him too, because he looks like he's been he got like sucked into the ground, yeah. and then spit back up, and he's like all ashy, and he's still like uh, like smoking, yeah. And yeah, it was just creepy this was well. a, a very thriller movie, yeah. Like the scene where they go to the church and they're like in the middle of cutting that like pentagram in the guy's chest, yeah. And they're all drinking the blood, yeah. And they like calmly like, "What are you doing? Where's your parents? Yeah. What's happening yeah. here?" Also very midsummer, where when you reach that certain age, yeah. you become that sacrifice. Yeah, you like, become the sacrifice. Oh. You know? they, at least South in Park, at least in midsummer, like, they let you get old. You yeah, know? and right? this one that was like really young. You turn eighteen, you're done. <laughs> you're gone. The, the, the critter, the critters. What about critters? South Park? Blood sacrifice. Blood sacrifice. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh. Um, wow, what oh, the hell is the name of it? It's it's the the Christmas one. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Critters uh, Christmas. Yeah. Blood orgy. I never thought. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's such a great South Park episode. Oh fuck! Uh, I haven't seen a single South Park no. this new season. I haven't seen it because they have a new show coming out too. It's a fake news parody show oh, oh nice. god but nice. it's not animated it's, oh really it's oh a, man wow but it's so like great. parody fake news fake all the fake news well they took there. it off of hulu and they put it on hbo and so oh, yeah. i'm thinking about just canceling my hulu subscription yeah. because all the shows Don't i want to watch on air man they'll come out i'm thinking about canceling <laughs> my hulu oh, subscription oh, <laughs> so well, you can't watch the uh um, uh, great pumpkin, Charlie Brown, and yeah. uh, it's not going to be aired on that, on TV. It's only going to be played on like Apple TV. Boo. I own the DVDs, so I've already watched it this year. So <laughs> I am covered. I also have the Thanksgiving and the Christmas episode of I Charlie Brown, so I am. <laughs> for that. Uh, I think your wife got lost in this rain. She was no, out there running in the ballet uh, studio. Oh, okay. Oh, we have okay. a ballet studio in the middle of two chicken coops. Chicken coops <laughs> on the farm. <laughs> Because why a not? Beautiful ballet studio <laughs> in between. It's one. It's better than anyone else's uh, ballet studio that's on a farm <laughs> ever. If that's <laughs> not a murder farm setup, <laughs> yeah. I don't yeah. know what I'm is. I'm telling you, man. That's Take them to the ballet. It's in the movie. It's in the movie. <laughs> it's in the movie. <laughs> All right, that'll be it for this Halloween episode, yeah. man. Hopefully, we're uh, coherent at this point. Yeah. After a half a bottle of. of who sponsored its show? Woodford Reserve. Woodford Reserve sponsored this the show. Is brought to you by Woodford <laughs> yeah, Reserve. Definitely. So if it's funny and you respond in the comments, say you guys need to drink more Woodford. <laughs> and we're uh, fighting the elements. It's uh, it's pretty noisy. It's Halloween, point. damn it! It's Halloween, man. Yeah. Well, you know what? So here, let's end this and just talk a little bit. Halloween was one of my favorite holidays growing up. I don't give a shit about it now. To be honest with you. Yeah. I mean, right. I like. We didn't even decorate this year. Movies. This is the first time we've never decorated. That's crazy, we have a kitten. Your now. wife's really. Yeah, yeah we have a kitten now, and it's just, I, it's true. just too much. I haven't had a trick or treater in growing eight up years. in New England. Yeah, trick or treating. By the time Halloween came around, the weather was awesome. Oh, time apple orchards, the corn just happened. Just the time would change, so it's dark at five o'clock. Yeah, and it's chilly, and the leaves are blowing, and it's a whole you different got a costume, thing. and you get free candy, and the movie. I mean, it was such a magical time growing up. Yeah, it was great. What's your favorite Halloween ever? My favorite Halloween movie? No, ever. Your favorite personal oh. Halloween ever. 
Well, I can tell you, I've been going through our old pictures because I yeah. want to get them out of the house. And I want to. I'm gonna put them all digitalized. So Someone, they're all digitalized. And I had. Can you erase the one that in, I was in blackface so it well, doesn't come back? Yeah. On me. Well, I put them in. I, there's so many Delete Halloween that. ones. There's so many Halloween ones, and it was. Like, I was young. I was <laughs> tiny. Well, I'll tell you, there was one Halloween. I was Bill Cosby. <laughs> I'll tell you, there was one Halloween where we're all in an outfit, and it's the same posing in the kitchen. It's the same year as another one, and I figured out that it is the same year, and we one of us decided content? to change costumes. Oh, wow. And that's why it made it confusing, because I was looking at the... You're like, wait a minute. Well, I, what, what, <laughs> the giveaway was we, the refrigerators on in the shot of both of them, and it's yeah. the same artwork on the t- refrigerator. Really? Oh, and no I was kidding. like, this is the same this day. no way that kept that I was like, someone changed their outfit, I think it was me. I someone was the... I remember Boba Fett... Yeah, I think I was Vader, and I changed it to like a Hulk Hogan. You were a vampire in the. Uh, I remember the, the vampire. I remember like yep. the teeth and the fake blood, yeah. and oh, I loved Halloween so much. I, I remember, can't remember my favorite, but I, I loved all the Ben Cooper masks and everything. So. My favorite Halloween ever, and I may have told this story before, but if I have, it's been at least a how, year. How nice of you to think everyone's listening to every episode. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> um, so it was the day before Halloween, and two of my friends and I decided. Let's go trick-or-treating. <laughs> yeah. Because everybody's got candy. So we went trick-or-treating. No one's going to turn a kid down. Yeah, we went trick-or-treating the day before Halloween. Oh. And every door we knocked on, they said, candy? they said, well, Halloween's tomorrow. And we said, well, our family's going on a ski trip tomorrow, so we're going to be flying. So our parents told us to come out and go trick-or-treating tonight. That's fine. And we got so much candy the night before Because they were stocked up at that <laughs> point. They were no kids have no problems. I remember, <laughs> I remember that we went across the street to our neighbors the to, to go to their house first. And the oldest kid, George, to scare the shit out of us. He had did. a werewolf mask. And jumped out of the bushes and fucking. I, I, I I'm us. sure I. I'm sure I had to go home and change my underwear. <laughs> <laughs> Poop. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, no, I loved it. I, we would find out what house would do the full well, candy bars. Yeah. We and then when I got older, we used to. I don't know if you remember this, but you know how you rake the leaves in the piles and yeah. you jump into the piles. Uh. We used to push the piles towards the end of the street, and I'd hide in the piles no. and wait for other kids to come by. Yeah. Scare the shit out of them. I, I got the shit scared out of me by my neighbor one time. His He had um, a huge boxer, and he left out the bowl of candy. And <laughs> if you can get to the candy yeah. before the boxer can get to you, I, you got well, it. And so that was the thing. Is like, Chopper, sick ball. Sick ball. <laughs> yeah. And so that was the thing. I don't need to yeah. with that I, I, I walked up to the bowl Fuck of candy. <laughs> I walked up to the bowl of candy, and I'm like, well, shit, this is this my is neighbor. This is too easy. Yeah, this is my neighbor, so of course I'm going to grab a couple handfuls at least. <laughs> and you heard this. Yeah, that's the sound you And I was like, what head. is that? And you just saw this. Zool <laughs> running at you. you Did he have the mean? chain like just, just out of Just reach? right there. That's and scared mean. the shit out of like, me. Maybe I got some milk duds for yeah. you. Yeah. <laughs> and and it, not only did it scare the shit out of me, I also enjoyed it so much. Oh, yeah. That I went to the end of the driveway and just waited <laughs> for other people yeah. to walk up there and watch them get That's the shit fun. scared out of them. Oh, man. Halloween. One of the best now holidays. When you're a kid. To have somebody, yeah. Now the scariest thing for me is to have someone knock on my door. Yeah. <laughs> Who the fuck is that? Yeah. <laughs> Get the mask. The lights are off. There is oh, no the pumpkin. The scariest thing now for me, yeah. I open up my mailbox and there's a letter from the IRS. <laughs> it's like, oh, it's, it's just telling me that I renewed my uh, income based for payments for school loans, but I didn't know that looking at the cover. I was like, like you got to oh. put, put right on the envelope. Yeah. This is yeah. not a bill. Yeah. Don't. <laughs> 
freak the fuck out. Yeah. Just open this up. <laughs> All, All right. right, so that's good for this Halloween. We'll we'll be joining you next Halloween, I'm sure. And uh, we got our we got a bunch of good pods coming up. Like I said, we got a, we got a dysfunctional family pod coming up with Justin. It's a personal, deeply personal, <laughs> deeply biographical personal. pod. <laughs> <laughs> then we've got a true crime part two coming up. What if and then Dad's listening to this. He's gonna be sad. Let yeah. him listen. Yeah. He's he's one of the he's one of our big listeners. Yeah. I bet he's not. He's listener thirteen. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so if you want to hit us up, you can hit us up on email through uh, fascinatingfilms at gmail.com. Or you can check us up on Facebook. Do it. Do so so you can check out the uh, photos from this week. And I'm going to post that video from uh, Key and Peel from the Gremlins 2 uh, pitch meeting. Yes. <laughs> and then uh, if you want to, uh, what else? Uh, oh, SoundCloud and iTunes. If you want to leave us a like or a comment, SoundCloud and iTunes is where to do it. So until next week, see ya. Peace. Bye. Do so you mean like what if there was like a brainy gremlin <laughs> a brainy gremlin you talking about a gremlin with glasses who could talk and sing new york new york that's brilliant it's in the movie done